It's Mikey here, and as always, our bro host, Bub, and the wizard of magical buttons, stoner, behind the scenes, killing it and crushing it. Kyle the wizard. Making all this stuff look cool. Um, we've got a pretty rad episode today. Um, Bub, how you doing? I'm good. You feeling good. good? Yeah, but you... I will say your name has my name, and my name has your name. Well. <laughs> but other than that, I'm great. I'll be you. Yeah, You feeling good for this one? I'm here. Yeah, I'm dialed in. Yeah, I think around four o'clock we had some uh, Lon Viet. It was delicious, and uh, also I think I was struggling with a nap for a while. And then Kyle slid a uh, real hot coffee in front of me and got me jazzed up. And then Steve and Kyle, we got them waiting to come on deck. We're yep. gonna have a great episode tonight. I don't want to give too much away yet. Yep. I want you to kind of yeah, absolutely walk us through this. Uh, we're back and bringing you more high strangeness, and we're here tonight. Going live with Kyle and Steve. Yes. From Hollow Sky. Hollow Sky Podcast. Hollow Sky Podcast, man. Absolutely. This is going to be super, super sweet. Um, but I'm trying know, to hold it in. Well, you know, these guys have a lot going on. They've been crushing it. Uh, their episodes, anybody out there that isn't following Hollow Sky stuff, you should. If you don't uh, know, you should know. And they have this uh, awesome format on YouTube. Uh, their live streams, the night shifts. You need to go check those out. Oh, yeah. Um, and let's just say we've been digging through their playlists the last few months, and we have some questions. I have a lot, and I wrote we've... them on a board so I don't forget <laughs> them even, so I can still remember what's going on in there in shot. But, yeah, I dug into, I don't know, five or six episodes today and maybe two or three last night. And yep. just got deep with it i mean yep i like digging when there's something there i like listening when there's good content there i like listening when there's stability there right so i mean if anything i've got a big backlog to go through and then hopefully by the time i'm done with that backlog i have a new backlog of front log <laughs> right i'll take all that so, so i'm excited dude steve and kyle what's happening fellas what's up we uh are so so excited to have you guys on how you guys feeling what's happening we we are excited Doing to be great. here. Thank you so much for having us for on. Sure. Uh, we're stoked to get to talk to you, fellas. Yes, sweet, sweet. I'd say now, Mikey's gonna have to keep me yeah. <laughs> keep me in line a little bit because I'm gonna be too excited. Yeah, I mean, is there anything you guys have going on right now? Anything uh, you know that you're super stoked about? Um, anything that's uh, current in your world? Um, as you Man, mentioned, we of... just kicked off. Oh, go ahead. Uh, we just kicked off the Night Shift, which is our uh, YouTube live show. We were currently putting it out once a week, every Wednesday at 8. We take in live calls, uh, just kind of get on there and chat. And there's all sorts of people in the chat. We take live listener experiences and put them out to the world and talk about them. And so far, we're about five deep, and it's it's pretty weird. It's pretty weird. Yeah, they're great. You guys are definitely, I mean, even from the first one that I've seen, you guys are getting your format kind of tightened already. Yeah. Um, and I know you promote the the call-in number. Um, yeah. Do, is that something that uh, you guys just give out and it's it's uh, a, uh, where you guys are actually speaking with them? Or is it something where somebody can leave a recorded message? Both. Yeah, it seems it's like both. you guys have, yeah. right. I want to yeah, know who came up with the idea we, we, between you guys, Kyle. Who was of, yeah the call-in show what? on the the call-in show portion? How did that come about? Man, I've been I've been <laughs> wanting to do that for a hot minute, 
Nice. I really like if if for a lot of people, if you go through our backlog, you'll hear me talk about it constantly. And I like like we were talking before air, the the hardest part is was me and Steve's schedule trying to mm. weed it all out. So gotcha. You know, because him, him working midnights, me working days, it was so hard to try to find oh, that time, block dude, of time to pull I it bet. off. Yeah. So did that yeah. kind of and help then, by saying then, we can offset it by going, hey, we could just have stories that get recorded and then we can come back to it? That was kind of to fill that gap is what you're saying, Kyle? Right, yeah. We we initially got the the cell phone so people could call and leave messages. And then we could just use those messages on the regular show. But... I mean, we have a cell phone now that is strictly anybody. You check our show notes, the cell phone number's in there. That's right. awesome. You can call it, you can text it, whatever. It doesn't matter. Any time of day. And Steve, how did you feel about it when he was like, we need to do this call and show? Were you on board right away? Was it something that he like oh, yeah. mentioned? Okay. So you're both like, um, oh, yeah, let's get at it. I'm pretty easy. And I'm like, this is this is money. Let's let's roll with this. <laughs> heck yeah, heck yeah. Because we we both grew up fans of like Art Bell and oh, Ghost. Dude. And... 100 like, percent you know that was my late night it, shift at the hospital into that nights. a little bit yeah i used to listen to a lot yeah. of coast to coast am at night oh man and he, that's i mean to me that's what you guys are doing with this yeah it really does feel like that art bell coming coming back that's right that, i didn't that notice that because they were great. jumping in between the episodes i kept playing i yeah. just let it keep going like to the next one and so they would dodge in between i didn't even notice that until now you say that I just thought they were part of the same episode at certain points. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> on our on our OG show, this is our regular every week Hollow Sky show. We do a listener submission and a listener experience of the week every week. So we felt because some people have really intricate in depth experiences. Yeah. And you, yeah. you can't really put that on in front of a show. So we're like, mm-hmm. what better way? For a while, we were just dedicating a show to an experience, but we're like, man, if we could just get it live and get these people on here to talk about it, because me reading it off doesn't know justice. Right. I wasn't there. I didn't see it. I didn't hear it. I didn't experience it. So if we can get these people to call in and get it out there in their own words, it would be so much more powerful. It's like having a movie instead of a picture, right? You yeah, could exactly. paint the picture for them a little bit, but having them as, I won't say the actor, but they almost are in their own stories because you can hear the emotion and you can get right. this kind of analysis by hearing the, I don't know, well, you know, we're listening to speech and recognizing kind of trembles or fear when they you know, recounting or just, I don't ever want to see this again. You can hear that kind of tone, you know, you know it when you yeah. hear it. It's more emotional, you know, yeah. that you're getting the, it's experiential. That's the word I want to there use. There you go. When they're telling it, it's it's you get that sense of the experience and living it through them. You can sit there and yeah. read an account. Yeah. You know, it's hard to go back to some of these, like, whether it's the Giants or whatever we cover, these old newspaper articles yeah. where you're reading the newspaper article. But, like, if you had a sound bite from that old right. antiquarian guy that dug up an eight-footer right. or dug up this yeah. weird artifact and you had that sound bite of that guy – telling that story the grass and that's what you guys are doing i think with in exploring this is like bringing that uh that experiential vibe to like they're right there with the person telling the story right whether it's they're on you know in their car or um in in the live streams you know and and you guys are scheduling those out like they're pretty much the same time yeah uh each week my one question as long as we can make it yeah sorry as long as you can make, go ahead. No, Steve. you're good. 
<clears throat> as long as we can make it on Wednesdays, like my job's kind of wishy-washy a little bit. They like to like keep me over and do all this dumb stuff. But gotcha. sure. as long as we as long as we're there, we're there. So I have one final question about the call in line. Do either of you have a story that after you got done, like you were like, I'm never gonna forget this? Like oh, that one oh, yeah. story yes. that yes. do you do you want to share those or do you yeah. mind? Uh I'll 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 just roll with it. So our very first <laughs> our very first night shift show. Like, we didn't know how it was going to go. We didn't have it planned out. We're like, we're just going to wing it. We're going to get on here and talk a little bit, open the lines up, see what happens. The first call in, I'm pretty sure, was this this guy called in. And interestingly enough, he had sent us an email on the same encounter a ways back. But I'm like, this is so wild. I don't even, like, even want to read it because it's not going to do it any justice at all. Sure what? enough, first show, the guy calls in. Talks about when he was about 12 years old. He wakes up in his bedroom, and there is uh, an entity standing in his bedroom. He said it's a small one, maybe four-footer. He said it's pale. It's got big eyes, like a slit for the mouth. And he's like, it's telepathically communicating with me, and it's telling me it needs my help. So I'm like, all right, this is wild. Goes out into his backyard, and as he's going there, there is a craft. So a spacecraft there. As he looks in to the spacecraft, he's getting these telepathic messages kind of from the craft and also from the, the other being. There's a second being hunched over in the craft. What? He pulls this thing out because the, the being that was in his room is telling him he needs help. You know, I don't think he's going to make it back. He gets there and, and the second entity has passed away. So <laughs> the entity that was in the bedroom has him... Get get this alien, for lack of a better term, out of the UFO, and he buries it in his garden. What? Buries the alien in his garden. Uh, like, you've got to be kidding me. And he's like, nope. He's like, for years and years and years, he said nothing would grow in the spot. And he's oh, like, God. after so long, the he vegetation came back, oh. and it would just... It just grew and grew, and everything was lush. And I'm like, whoa. Like, you... You you have an alien buried in your backyard. Does he <laughs> still own this property? That's what you're telling us. Does right. he still own that this property? I think his I think his parents. Oh, I don't. I mean, I don't know. He sounded like an older gentleman. So I mean, I'm I would not have, sure. Either one, excavate, or two, investigate the plant life because what you're saying matches up. Do you you know Fire in the Sky? Travis Walton, very famous. Yeah, made the movie. They had him on a show, and I can't remember what it was years ago. And he was trying to prove, like, hey, this was the site. This is where we were. Basically, in that forest where they were logging that day and where he showed them the tree growth of the trees they had cut down, they knew, okay, well, that tree should have grown to this size in that many years. And they had grown by, like, I don't know, like 6,000% more. They are like, these trees are at the age of, like, 30 or 40 when they should be 15. Right. Like, the radiation... And the radiation levels around there were pretty active, right? So that's soaking up through the ground. So it's interesting, like you're saying, that foliage of this. I mean, that's wild, man. I was going with sleep paralysis from the get-go until you said he got up and he's in the backyard with this cat. And I'm like, there's no way he's burying his guy in the backyard. Like, That's crazy. Yeah. That makes me think of like the Aqua Teen Hunger Force like uh, frat boys <laughs> that come down from space and party with <laughs> Like, just, I was he'll just, be fine. Keep him here. <laughs> I'm not going to tell my I'm parents I like, left him on Earth. 
<laughs> no, I'm like, no way. This is going on right now. That's so wild. No way for a show. <laughs> this is the right call. off rip. Damn, right off rip. You that's meant to be. Yeah, that's that's great. meant to be. But yeah, that's like a hell of a story to live up to, right? That's it's like, great. damn, episode two better be the shit like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kyle, what's yeah, your story? I think, the, I think this is the same story. It's oh, is it okay? Okay. Yeah, but so, uh, he also he also ended up sending over pictures of a possible face circle in his yard. It looks like little oh yeah, I forgot about that people with with wings standing in a circle in his yard. It's the, we have it posted on our Instagram like fairies. Oh, we need to look. Yeah, at that. yeah, the face. Yeah, that's great. Something yeah. it's on your Insta. You said it's bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, dude. Gonna, we're gonna be yeah. checking that out. There's something about fairies right now and gnomes. That are huge. Eurovision. Fairies and gnomes right now are, are super duper hot. Like yeah. there's all kinds of some of them look extremely fake. The gnomes of real quick, of when you the, just said that. Yeah. When you said fairies and gnomes, I just had a flashback to when we were in Panama. My wife and I just went to Panama this last year and we had a guy take us up into the, like a nature preserve and just a local guide, right? And just hike around. He's a couple years younger than us, but it was like he ate lunch with us. We were drinking wine with him, you know, it was just kind of a nice fun day, but like, you know. I get to talking, and the next thing you know, he's telling me about it was like the rabbit people of Panama and like people the size of rabbits in the jungles running around through there. And I'm like, you're you're joking with me. He's like, no, I'm serious. Like, this is a real story in Panama. I was like, I need to contact him. Somehow i got to get Kim to contact him and get a hold of him. But I told him, I was like, you need to, I need to hear this, and we need to get it on. But I'm like, you can't just say that there's rabbit people in the jungle while I'm here with you and... I'm looking for like snakes and sloths and stuff, man. I don't. I can't be thinking about this right now. I'm already worried about deadly animals. I can't think of, you know, these mythical like cryptids that I want to see. Orang pandek. Uh, uh, that's we. We're <laughs> Sorry, gonna go straight off. Into, Sorry, I brought it up. No, yeah, we can't go there yet. <laughs> we can't go there yet. Um, oh, let's. Uh, I want to ask you about LBL. Do you guys? Are you? I know you've done episodes on it. You've covered it. Um, is it something that is, you know, like a fresh topic that you kind of think on often? I don't want to kind of have you dig on that if it's not something that's super in the wheelhouse. But I thought you guys covered it really cool. There was a story about, I think, some dismembering of some people, maybe some animals as well. What what happened there? Um, it, it was one of the, well, the it was one of the the dogman attacks as well. Well, supposed. Okay. And there was a you know supposedly a family. Camp Isn't in there. Dan talked about that. I don't know if he show. talked about maybe not. I don't know. I thought he just said somebody saw one. I didn't hear about somebody like this is Yeah, continue. Sorry. Yeah, it's different. No, it's it's good. It's oh man, we ran that episode a minute ago, but I the what I from what I can remember, it, it was like a family of four and they were out camping and it, I'm assuming they were outside a dog man came onto the the place where they were camping and basically shredded the family and if i remember right they they ended up finding one of them up in a tree somewhere if i remember correctly what damn like it was it it was yeah it's like it was stephen king pet cemetery shit right well the dog man it compared to sasquatch you always hear like hyper aggressive Oh, the aggressive yeah. nature of those things. Yeah. And I'd I rather mean, see a squatch than a dog I man, mean, just personally. 
you know, being from Ohio, Same. we heard about the Michigan dog man. I remember hearing about that in the 90s. Right. For sure. Right. I mean, the early years of the internet when we got, I think we got internet when I was in fifth grade. <laughs> and I remember uh, the Michigan dog man stories. Like, yeah. that was a whole thing. Now it seems like it's everywhere. I mean, we had D.A. Roberts on and, and got into a, a ton yeah. of different yeah. uh, dog man and, and his personal cryptid stories. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, do you it's guys feel ones. like Dogman's kind of like in terms of sightings? Sure, given Squatch a run for its money, there's a lot coming of, in hot. Yeah, Squatch. And it is a hot Dog topic Man. as as of lately. Yeah, it is super at the forefront of the paranormal and cryptozoology. Um, we went to the Dogman conference over the mm. summer, late summer. I can't remember the first one, and it's it was not too far from LBL. Okay. And they had a lot of people there with personal encounters that that were pretty hard hitting. There was um one man there, he was a law enforcement officer, retired law enforcement officer, and he got up and told his story and it was it was wild. Like just from almost as if like whatever this this dogman entity is like it can manifest out of out of nowhere. He he said he was in, they were in the <clears throat> in the forest, no. and he started hearing this weird metallic noise, just some something completely strange. He said it almost sounded like an old like shed door being slid open, and he said it wasn't long after that what? they started seeing this thing. Hmm. And if I remember right, I think he even discharged his firearm at it. And it didn't do anything. So he much so it? that it, it like or yeah. like he fired at well, it. I guess that's a yeah. He he yeah, probably so should have hit I, it, or it just went right through it. I mean, you hear those stories with I mean, the dogs, like, like they're like bulletproof. That makes and all me think this, of the like, whole Skinwalker huh? Ranch when they yes, were shooting that exactly wolf, and it was just yeah. like well, blowing chunks it off it. And crawled it's like, out of a portal that was above the ground, and they started shooting at it, and it just went right through it. And it jumped literally out of onto the ground, and it just took off. But I mean, I'm telling you right now, dog man's like interdimensional or something. That sound you're saying of like this door creaking is creepy. I mean, that whole like popping into existence and right, yeah, almost like it was like it was opening a door to step in our Mm -hmm. realm. And the 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 gentleman was an older guy too. So I mean, for some reason that like lends credibility to me for for some reason like this is this is a guy who has his, his family established you know his career established and everything and he's getting up here and he's talking about it so he's putting a lot of things on the line here to come up and talk in front of 200 300 people and like wow. he got emotional about it wow. it scared him so bad yeah. he was up there crying like whoa i don't ever want to see what this thing is again yeah wow, wow. It, was, it was it was heavy it was wild wow <laughs> that's yeah, I would – no, I I don't want to see – I mean, I don't really want to see any, like, giant cryptid in the dark. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see it from a safe distance, Bigfoot. I always say, but – Sasquatch, for sure. Right? Maybe. I don't know, man. He can hurl a boulder at you. <laughs> Depends what part of I just of want to see territory. it to prove to myself that it exists. Like, I yeah, need to get close. I'm with just you. So I can be like, okay, I'm good. I'm like 75% there, I'm right? That you. 25% is my personal, whether I see it or see a track. I've never seen that, but, like – Everybody, it's cast. like I've seen it or I see a cast of it. 
um, especially hunters. Again, that you're out there. You know if it's a deer you can shoot, if it's a rabbit, a squirrel. You know all these sounds. And I know that because you can't be out there that much and not know that. It's it's going to get ingrained in you. So when you see something and you're like, I don't know that. That shape doesn't make sense. But I've seen it because uh, of cultural references, right? You know, you have enough recognition that you can see it because I'll say I've seen a wild grizzly, right? I couldn't see it for a long time, and it was right in front of me. Hmm. But I didn't see it until it moved. And then I was like, that's a uh-huh. bear? Yeah. That's enormous. Why Why are we out here right now? Like, we're going to get yeah. eaten for sure. <laughs> yeah. We're uh, dead. What are we doing? We're in trouble. Uh, but, you know, so I can understand people that are out there often, and, and that's what they do as a hobby pastime, but they're they're in that environment a lot. You know what you're looking at. You know what I mean? And that's what convinces oh, for me. for sure. Um, yeah, like you said, that older gentleman, he's got nothing to gain from going public. Right. Especially if there's, like, cameras rolling and someone's definitely on their phone recording him. That's going to make it to social media. Like, the guy's risking more than, uh, you know, to have his name tarnished wherever he's from. Maybe he's from a small town. You don't say I want to. he's you the know, crazy guy. Yeah. And him coming out, that affects his family. That's where it's like you don't say I saw Sasquatch and get like a million dollar contract the next day for your you know behind the music scenes of it or you know documentary yeah you know your town's like dude get out of here that's crazy yeah exactly I I shot at the dog man they're gonna be like no you didn't (laughs) right (laughs) right and it went the bullet went right through him no you didn't yeah well they're just staying on the dog man for one more you remember the article we read recently about in ohio where that horse was found like ripped out of the barn and i don't know if you guys heard about that did you see that i did see that yes i was like holy cow we have a sheriff in ohio now the the sheriff called it some creature yeah in quotes yeah that's what he said but what creature drags a full-grown horse out of a barn forcibly. He didn't. He didn't say coyotes. He didn't use the word uh, black bear. No, no, he no. Ca- nothing, he said nothing. some creature, yeah. as if it's like pretty open ended. This is something we don't officially understand. This is a weird, <laughs> weird case. He's like, God with the damn horse. it! What kind of headline do I got to make up today? <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm not I to say sh- it was a dog man, but yeah. <laughs> I want to shout out the chat. We've got some hollow oh, yeah. sky folks. Hanging out with us in in the in the stream so. tonight, we Fire got Philip, Colleen, Ryan, JoJo, Maddie, Ryan. Uh, I already said Ryan, and we got uh, Burton, Burton Moran. Local, what's legend, happening? What yes, up, Burton. Yeah. Hell Burton. Yeah. What's up, man? I just yeah, want to say also, right. it's JoJo McGijo. JoJo McGijo, which is great. I love that. That's <laughs> killing fantastic. it. <laughs> killing the game. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, this is great. Thank you guys for jumping on. Appreciate uh, Hollow Sky coming on. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, Okay, I'm going to leave Dogman alone, LBL. Okay, I can kind of shelve those unless you guys think of things later, but I'm going to kind (laughs) of let Mikey dig into some stuff because I know he's got a ton of questions. Yeah, well, we talked a little bit about, like, where you guys grew up, where you live, southern Illinois. You say you're you're really close to the border um, near St. Louis, which is the Mississippi River, the valley. I mean, there's all kinds of uh, ancient civilization stuff and, uh, you know, uh, big mounds and, and different things like that. Now, are there any, like specific legends or like weird out of place things or from your area uh in particular because yeah that area of illinois southern illinois and, and people don't realize it is 
there's a lot of forests. A lot of local culture. And oh, a, God, a lot yeah. of really interesting geography and lore and legend and uh, Sasquatch. So what do you uh, – what's kind of uh, your favorite local legend or yeah. sighting or paranormal? I would area. say, yeah, that all-encompassing all umbrella, of, you know, regionally close to you guys through stories or research on your own of, I think, of family friends when I was a kid telling me, you know, kind of the local legends and then expounding upon that later. But definitely exploring our hometown. I'm sure you guys, like Mike said, probably did something of the similar pattern of get started, but maybe something outside of it triggered it. And then it's like, well, what's around me? Uh, yeah, locally we have... Uh... The Paisal Bird, which is, I mean, it's essentially folklore, but it could also be a cryptid mm -hmm. that not a lot of people expand on. Right. Um, it, it's a Native American legend that this, this massive bird-like dragon creature, head of a lion, uh, what? All, all sorts. Like I can't even remember right off Manticore or something. But, yeah, it's it's wild. Look at look up the pictures of it. Whenever uh, Pierre and Marquette were traveling down the uh, Illinois and Mississippi River, they saw these paintings of these giant creatures on Whoa. the uh, limestone bluffs along okay. the river. That and would as be they intimidating. Kind of got. Yeah, yeah, it's a good <laughs> good scare tactic to keep people Jeez, away. Um, pictures of Jeez. a giant monster. Turn around. The, the river goes in one direction. Uh, <laughs> Back the way you came, <laughs> right? But the uh, the legend is it would carry off uh, braves of of the native tribes and just devour them. I think I think Paisal actually means like eater of men or something like that. And it's okay. It's wild, but it kind of Jeez. kind of coincides. Like we we have people once we once we started the pod, we kind of made it to where people could call in and you know, share their experiences because that was kind of the whole focal point of our platform. We wanted to give mm -hmm. people a, right. a outlet, right? So we had multiple people call in from recently, see like from within the last couple decades, seeing giant birds around here, like thunderbirds, seeing them right, right down the road from where we live, right in Alton and Grafton where, where this thing was essentially uh, seen hundreds of years ago. And it just makes you, it makes you wonder like, I mean, Maybe there's a little, you know, fire sure. to the smoke that is the Paisal bird. Right. I mean, how many Native American lore and stories of Sasquatch and skinwalkers? And, I mean, I really do think well, a lot super of those. Spectrum. Maybe there's a window in that area. not that far off. I mean, a right. couple hundred years ago, you know, there was tribes still all over the United States. So, I mean, why not? I would wreck my car. I would fall over. I wouldn't be able to move. I would just be stunned modern you know? day accounts have there any been any modern day accounts like it sounds like the last decade right well of the of the actual creature not specifically but of giant things flying in the sky yeah we had one guy email us and said like whatever this was had had like a 30 foot wingspan whoa is what he estimated and i'm Dude, that's I'm big like, yeah that, if it's not a plane what is it you know that's big because it's right. monstrous and the whole, wow. our whole area really is, it's just full of history. The river, we have the confluence of the Mississippi and the Illinois River, not far from here. And there's been river traffic for as long as there's been boats, essentially. Mm -hmm. And then you have big. all, 
all of the Native American history on top of it, just compiled. Like you have Cahokia Mounds right down the road, which is the largest earthworks in in the North America. Oh yeah, which is yeah, it's big. It's, it's amazing. If anybody has a chance to go, go see it. It's it's powerful. And we have the river towns like Grafton and Alton, who have tons of history, tons of haunted history there. Hmm. We got McPike Mansion, which is supposed to be one of the haunted, the most haunted uh, buildings in the country. They do tours there every once in a while. Maybe check that um, out. Jeez, that scares <laughs> I, me. I'm, yeah, I'm afraid of ghosts should. a little bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, the I'm river, afraid. the rivers alone, I mean, that's where... It, it, no matter way before those areas were states, there were fur trappers and French explorers and and people just pushing yeah. their way beyond. So you rivers know, have always been a natural means of transport. St. Louis you know, is and, and old man. There's commerce. Um, so I could see where even all those little towns along the river probably just have so much rich history. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah, and I think at one point Alton, which is just a little ways south of us, was actually larger than St. Louis. Okay. Had a larger population. Wow. There are, there was a Civil War prison camp there that is supposedly haunted. Hmm. Um, Don't doubt that. Don't doubt that. Jesus. There we have we have a weird, a weird kind of legend here. Uh, throughout the fall, you'll see hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of turkey vultures flying along the bluffs. Just back and forth and back and forth. Wow. And I got to looking into it and I read that the legend was whenever the Spanish flu came through and oh, people were dying, they were just taking them into the hollows wow. of of the bluffs and just taking them there to die. What? And it just became ingrained into the buzzards that this this stretch of, of bluff right. right here where we're at is a feeding ground right. where they would stop. And they would just eat the bodies of that the dead and the dying. Creep me out. And they haven't ungrained. They haven't not or ungrained themselves to that. There's there's not a place to stop here. So you can drive along the river road in the fall, and you'll see literally hundreds of these buzzards just just all over the place, wow. just as far as you can see. It's a bit ominous to yeah. see that many yeah. buzzards just circling around. I mean, yeah. you generally like, see going on? <laughs> maybe like five at a time. Hundreds? But having That's that... Oh, oh, yeah. There's a lot. Dude. Have, have you if guys I can get had... a picture of them next time they come in. Oh, yeah, What's for that? sure. Have you guys had... Uh, I know you've done paranormal episodes, obviously, but have you had encounters, good call-ins on that, that you were like... Wow, either A, that's super believable, or B, it's super believable, but it's kind of like the UFO thing where it's just like the wildest thing you can imagine, but you're like, I could I could get behind that. I could understand it, you know? Like on, on the buzzards? Uh, no, no. Like, or I mean, just, from your, in, in just from your show in general or your call-in line, have you had anybody paranormal or nearby with the kind of historical aspect that you're saying with the Civil War, or not the Civil War, but the Spanish flu coming through? And uh, just the history in general Local with the stuff. haunted houses, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. Do you get a lot of that kind of reported? Um, a little bit. There is okay. there is a legend from Grafton, which is about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes from where we're at right now, that there is an old hollow there that has been dubbed Crybaby Hollow, where if you go in here, you're supposed to be – you're supposed to hear an infant crying. And the this the story is it was it was an infant that came down with with whatever ailment it, it was at the time, and the parents or whatever just took it back there and left it mm. to pass away. 
Jeez. and it cried. And I've had people come forward saying it's legit, saying if you go, if you go out there and you wait long enough and you listen hard enough, you'll start to hear it. I'm I haven't on, tested yeah, the theory. The, good, the ghost stuff. I'll go look for Bigfoot and UFOs, but yeah, ghosts I'm creeping out a little bit. I'm, I'm, that's where I I'm not trying to hear babies in the forest. <laughs> yeah, no. It's got bad news written all over no. it. I do want to do the Mansfield prison overnight one time Yeah, for Halloween when they do yeah. that. Oh, man. We are trying to get out and about uh, and do some investigating this year now that we've got our schedules lined up. Yeah, oh, cool. I know we're... Maybe talking about the Velisca Axe Murder House and maybe Waverly if we can get in there and check that out. Okay. We're way out of our element, but we're just going to wing it because that's kind of what we do. So right. we'll just see what happens. So what's what's in Waverly? Uh, Waverly Hills Sanatorium. Okay. Uh, it's, it's supposed to be one of the most haunted buildings in America as well. It uh, right. was an old tuberculosis clinic and... They're talking like hundreds of people oh died in this field. I don't know if it's five or six hundred. And all the all the ghost hunter shows have been in there and done, okay. done all their investigations. It sounded but. familiar. Yeah. There was a place like that in I thought it was near like Ohio Northern. Uh, the no, ridges. It's, it's Athens. The ridges. Athens, Ohio is one of the most haunted places in America. It was like a psychiatric. There was a sanitary very dark huge uh, state institution there. They have these super old cemeteries that are like right in the city, and it, it is yeah voted one of the most haunted places that as a whole. The entire city. Is I don't just, know if it's still there even. What's that? The building itself. I'm pretty sure it is. If it is, Bowser had a great story about a guy that was a, a psych patient there, that was somehow on the outside of his windows etching into the cement like all of these mathematical equations. And I want to say the guy from A Beautiful Mind, John Nash, the mathematician, was actually looking into it at one point because he's like, this guy is actually working on something. He's like, I'm trying to put – they were taking photographs of it and putting it together. And they're like, yeah, somebody in here, they don't know who it was. You know, There's no record of it. But they started looking at all this etching and they just thought, oh, he's just you know doodling. And somebody with the eye for it was like, no, that's that's math. And I understand that. Some of it, not all of it, but yeah, wild place too. Yeah, so there's there's some history down southern Ohio. I mean, scattered across Ohio too, but so like Illinois. Yeah, I mean, do you guys think you would hook up with like maybe another paranormal investigative group, or you just want to like, I mean, go down there and like a research and, squad? Yeah, get some, yeah. you know, GoPros or cameras. Um, That'd you guys, be cool. Just um, we're actually kind of in in talks with Burton. From from local legends. Oh, awesome. cool! Maybe hooking up Bird. with him. That's okay. great. Doing some things this summer, this this spring. So that should be pretty awesome. Oh man, we'll be tracking that. Yeah, we'll be I following see that. Some of that for sure. <laughs> I love it. There's so much content. I'm to gonna live in. through you guys on that because <laughs> that that world we, is. We have no idea what we're doing. It's, it should, no. should be very interesting. That's that's some of the best stuff, though. You know, you kind of. You don't you don't have a way to approach it. You know, you haven't refined that and sometimes you'll find you do things that people go, Oh, that's great, you did that. You're like, What? We just you know, there's no design to it. That's kinda cool. Yeah. So uh Kyle, you you guys did a, a episode on the Black Pyramid of Alaska. 
I haven't dug into that as much as I really, really wanted to. I have a feeling after this yeah. episode, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to dig in myself. But uh, I'm not gonna sleep. Yeah. What our my obsession has always been these ancient civilizations that are in these spots where there's temples and pyramids where they're not supposed to be. Whether it's Alaska, Antarctica, you know, China has pyramids. Um, you know, they're everywhere. The, the, it was it, just in vogue back in the day, right? Pyramids are everywhere. Right. But what can you tell us about <laughs> the Black Pyramid of Alaska? Yeah. Well, I can tell you that it's pretty freaking weird, you know, because <laughs> they ended up they ended up finding it through um, an earthquake. That's how they ended up finding the supposedly. That's how they found it. Okay. You know, and then then you have people that came forward later on. Saying they they had worked there, mm. so and then how it was it was off to the east somewhere I can't remember the exact location where it was but uh, there there's so much lore and rumor behind it and then recently we just saw a post about it how somebody is apparently coming forward saying that they figured it out because a lot of the people from the past were saying it, it how it was able to produce large amounts of energy. Mm-hmm. So much so that it could power Alaska and all of Canada, just the one pyramid. I remember hearing that in the episode. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And, and then wow, you have right. them coming out now saying that there's a possibility that this is putting a damper on human consciousness, that that's hmm. what these pyramids are designed to do. Like so it, 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 it goes, yes. So it goes back and forth, right? Because that's why in digging into that, it, it turned me on to a bunch of other pyramids. And you have recent, like scientists who have done research, and supposedly, if you were to put crop inside these these pyramids, it it increases the yield of them. It, it increases the health and overall longevity of the local fl- fauna and flora mm-hmm. and. And your health, it, it, they help clean, clear the ozone. Some people uh, claim they're actually, they were put on the planet as overall stability mechanisms. That that's what keeps the region from basically imploding on itself. So there's tons and tons and tons of insane lore behind these pyramids. And we've also heard uh, some of them were used as teleportation devices some were built on ley lines where they were actually able to go down into, I mean, essentially picture a physical beam of energy going through the earth and they built down to it where they would put themselves down into it and almost be able to astral project or or kind of like a DMT trip or something. Like it was able mm-hmm. to put them somewhere else. Right. Like their consciousness was transported into this dimensional higher dimensional frequency if you will like you're basically right. like tuning your consciousness to this literally like it's a big amplifier DMT land it's like the amplifier yeah. from back to the future when he strikes that one note it's like it's all this power but you know in this space where it kind of conducts through that person but and that's wild i was gonna ask it's all sound it's all this unknown technology of of sound vibrational this frequency i mean the pyramids it always comes back to this hidden energy source 
And, you know, the, the Temple of the Sun outside of Mexico City, they found mica walls in a hidden chamber. Why the hell would there be a mica-covered chamber in at Teotihuacan? Well, we know that they use mica for the outer... Uh, the, the bottom of the uh, space capsules as they re-enter the Earth's atmosphere, those are mica panels. So that's the heat-resistant shield when the, the Apollo missions would come right. back down in the atmosphere. Right. So they have these, like, chemical oxid- oxidation on the wall with this mica. They're heating up something. Why would there be a mica chamber? There's massive amounts of heat in that room. And it does. It makes it reminds me of this black pyramid with, uh, um, you know, emitting some kind of energy and, and beaming it yeah. uh, to, you know, Ross Hamilton talks about uh, the earthworks here in Ohio. Since you mentioned the growing of the plants, uh, talks about uh, Manitoba, which was like Turtle Island in Ohio, and the United States was part of this ancient continent, and they would grow these huge vegetables and fruits and and that was this civilization that were hip to the the mound building culture and the astronomy and geometry and they were these scientists that were had this more spiritual uh, technology like pyramid these pyramids you guys are talking about so you know just the you overlapping hear the, keeps coming back yeah and everything Almost goes circular, it seems like, right? right? I was wondering, so you've got the Alaskan Black Pyramid. You hear the conspiracy that there's a pyramid in Antarctica. Antarctica. We obviously have pyramids yeah. in Egypt. We have pyramids, again, across the globe. But I'm thinking, I just watched this video on superconductors and how you have to you know, cool them to like sub-zero temperatures, etc. So you have these pyramids in Antarctica and maybe uh, Alaska, maybe. How crazy is that to think if you are producing energy... You you possibly need it in all these different regions, and maybe those are the energy producing ones. And I don't know; it just gets my brain thinking. We things we're stumbling across now that we know we have to do to achieve certain, you know, technological and physics breakthroughs. Possibly, yeah. We know that the ancients knew things before us. A lot of things, so much more. You know, more yeah, than yeah. we want to admit. In certain regards, yeah, we want to think we're the smartest kids on the block. But uh, I mean, the technology was just different. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, if, you mentioned – yeah, go ahead, Steve. Oh, I was going to say if they are set up and to, to suppress human consciousness, they're, they're right. spaced out. They're, they're in every continent. If that one is in uh, Antarctica, they're spaced right. out perfectly to just kind of mask the whole population of the planet. Like a pyramid kind of just mesh network of, down. you know. Yeah. 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 God, I want to I want to believe that it's not that. I want to believe that they're here the pyramids are here to expand consciousness. Well, I mean, you know, that's like the halls well, of the Menti mean, and the emerald tablets of Thoth and it, it could and be the, either way. I mean, the, it's it's just being open to the fact that we don't know, I guess, right? Yeah. It could be either way. Well, it could why be both it, or, why couldn't it be any of them? All of them. Absolutely. Sure. That's what and I'm saying. And they can turn I mean, them on they, and off. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then if you if you look into, which me and Steve did this a long time ago, which sorry, I'm, I'm a little rusty on it, You're but good. if you look into the Brotherhood of the Snake, you know mm. that there's that whole lore Never behind that. that 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 you have this these opposing forces that come down, and the rumor has it they're the ones the Brotherhood of the Snake are the, they're the ones that originally created uh, religion. 
They created all the secret societies too. It's this whole big elaborate, like I'm gonna need to just structure that they. It's insane, dude. And they love it. supposedly no. they they took. There were, if I remember correctly, there is an outside force, like an ET, that wants to come down and free humanity and help us achieve the next level. And okay. you have this opposing force that comes in and they more or less infiltrate these teachings, these these schools of thought. They infiltrate them. They start taking the knowledge and hiding them behind symbols so mm -hmm. that only special people can understand it. The priest They start class. to pervert it. Yep. Right. They start to pervert it. They start saying, all right, well, you know, what's up is down. We, they flip the narrative and, you know, so. Sure. And, it, it, and I'm not, I'm not saying this is the way it is, but could you imagine if what we call God is actually the bad one? You know what I'm saying? Cause they supposedly that's what they did. They flipped the narrative. They said, you know, God is the good one when in all reality, he would essentially be Satan and what we acknowledge as Satan is actually God. And so you have this, you this have flipping it. of the narrative. It's interesting. I've actually, I mean, I've heard that all, before. You have Go all ahead. these people focusing all this energy at what yes. they think is a positive being, but it's not a positive being. See what but it's still saying. there to feed the energy. Right. Right. Like Jehovah, the I, Bible, some of the, the Old Testament well, gods. And just they collecting were doing that some power. pretty gnarly stuff. And the energy of all of that collective thought. And it's it's like, uh, have you ever seen the pictures of uh, stadiums overhead, of big soccer stadiums and this and that? And the, they all look like these big eyes. And all of this energy is within the stadium. Oh, and it's, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's all collectively yeah. just, it's it's weird. We don't think about it like that, but it really is what you're right. saying is if you can aim that in yeah. another direction too and kind of subvert it. Right. That's wild. I've never thought of it that deep that way. Hmm. I, I think con it's... human consciousness is, is a big key factor mm -hmm. in a lot of all of this paranormal the entities that people are seeing because I'm, I'm putting this theory together in my head that <laughs> only I kind of follow. Right. <laughs> yes. So I'm with you. So you in, in my brain, human consciousness, whatever that is, somebody explain that to me. Somebody, somebody scientifically break down. What is human consciousness? Cause I have no idea. I don't explain think anybody does. Yeah. Six, please. But that being said, I feel like it's kind of a defense mechanism for ourselves. Like all of this crazy, out, out of our realm of comprehension stuff is going on out here but our consciousness is kind of kind of like a shield it just keeps it from us because we we couldn't like i don't think most most regular people could handle it fair but enough but if you get like say you start dabbling in hallucinogenics dmt and stuff expanding the consciousness what mm -hmm. what happens in most of the dmt trips you start to see entities you right. people who astral project what do they do start to see entities people who um have sleep paralysis who are in between the dream state and the awake state you start seeing these entities um people who are near death people who are in comas it's just it's just like as that that veil drops on your consciousness it opens us up to whatever these entities are that are out there that's, That's like really the gateway for them to be like, hey, here we are. What's going on? You know, mm -hmm. the more the more that I hear about it, like people who um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
astral project and uh, meditate into into alternate states. Mm-hmm. Talk about coming across these entities, mm-hmm. machine elves with DMT. You know, I just I think that once once you expand that consciousness, you open doors and things. Notice that these doors are open, and they're not always good. So I think it's a big key to whatever's going on. I just can't put all the pieces together, right? Together yeah. to prove it. Yeah, I mean, and that's why the 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 mushrooms, shamans, and a lot of these the more ancient, long traditions of using psychedelics, they do yeah. all these protection ceremonies and blessings and exactly. burning of the tobacco and the sage and the and the right. water and and it's not you know, just like a party the, in Amsterdam weekend. Type no, thing. you have right. to. You really have to cleanse your body like that there's no sex there's no heavy foods you you shouldn't eat you should fast leading up to it most of the time because it is cleaning your system out so and that's because when you start getting into those deep 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 worlds there's weird shit that comes through oh and that's the kind of stuff where if you don't know what you're doing with psychedelics in particular and some of these you know, you hear about people going down to Peru and, and there's like these shamans that are really just like witchcraft uh, doing. No, thanks. Uh, yeah. They're. Nope. So you got to be careful. There's all these tricksters and, and, you know, these <laughs> so-called shamans that are just ruining people's lives down there with nope. these whack ceremonies. So it's. it's got to be careful. And not, I've not done it, but I think I would research that pretty hard. Well, you're all already so tuned in and sensitive that you start bringing and bringing things, and the that veil is so thin. It comes across to you. You got to do these protections, and it's, it's a whole process. It takes like hours. It's, that's facts. That's you know facts. what I mean. We've like that's legitimately wild. been through that. Wow, have like you guys le- gone public with any of those stories? Uh, uh, some t- of them, yeah. 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 Cause I mean, it, I mean, I don't even know. Like it is some of the, it's some of the most bizarre <laughs> yeah. shit. It, it really is, dude. It, I it's don't like, doubt it. Sure. I don't doubt it. Like I've it, read enough I, accounts. I, you know, and, said, go ahead, Kyle. I'm sorry. No, 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 it's good. I, I, it's just one of them things where, man, you look into this stuff enough and if you i think i think like what steve was saying it's consciousness but there's like that level of belief right because when you're kids you believe everything it it doesn't matter everything's possible you get you get brainwashed as you get older and doors start to close but as we get older and we look into these things more and more and more if if it's who you are i'm not saying everybody does it right but it's not for start to believe right you start to believe again you start to you know, open the doors back. And I think once you do that, like Steve said, that they notice and they will come knocking because That's we've, wild. you know, yeah. we've had nights where, and it's weird. It's, it's super bizarre with me and Steve because we will like you guys, we've known each other forever. We tell each other everything yeah, except for when it comes to the paranormal and it's really freaking bizarre. And we don't, we don't, correlate that way like we don't like hey don't tell me this i won't tell you this it's just something we do it's like we do these little uh self experiments right we isolate and yeah it's like steve's boy saw a figure in his door one night right steve steve tells me about it i don't tell my family this story this is just something me and steve 
to talk about off air. I don't tell anybody about it. The next night, and I, I kind of let it go in one ear and out the other. I'm like, all right, you know, that's creepy, dude. That's eerie. Uh, but Steve has also reported out. seeing shadow people in his house once in a while. It's just, it's just a residual one. It kind of walks the same path, you know, and uh, so it's whatever. Mm-hmm. The next night, my wife comes up to me, and she's like, hey, Gage is scared. And mm-hmm. Gage was six at the time, five, six. And I was like, well, what's going on? What's up? He says that he saw a man's face in the doorway. And I'm like, excuse me? Right. And she, she's like, yeah, he, he said that he's seen a man's face in the doorway. Wow. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I, I go, I go in his bedroom. Like, you know, I, at this, cause I'm, I'm thinking that because be of what Steve told out. me. Right. Yeah. I'd be freaked right. out. There's not another word right. you can use in that moment. Right. I what? would no. Right. I would be freaked yeah. out. <laughs> but I, I get the concern. You're probably like, man, my boy's in there. Yeah. Dude. So you've got a lot of emotion right. going into You're this, like, and I can tell. Absolutely. Dad, dad absolutely. mode, protection mode, dad oh, mode. That's, that's exactly what happened, you know? And I, I go in there, and uh, I'm talking to him about it. I'm like, what's up, buddy? And he te- he tells me what's going on. And earlier in in the year, he, he started bringing up God. You know, I, I'm sure he, he heard it somewhere because we're not, we don't preach it a lot here around here, but we let everybody explore their options, right? And, yeah. Gotcha. It's and crazy. I'm like, all right. I was like, all right. I was like, you remember talking about God? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, have you ever heard of his his son? And he goes, no. I was like, well, his, his son's name is Jesus Christ. And I was like, if if anything scares you, you you tell it in the name of Jesus Christ, leave. You're not welcome here. Leave me alone. And I was like, and if that don't work, you yell for me and I'll come in and I'll deal with whatever's going on. Right. And it was bizarre because I'm not an insanely religious person. I believe there's higher power out there somewhere. What sure. it is, it's it's whatever, right? Fair enough. Uh, I, I got this insane feeling come through my body as I'm explaining this to my son. I'm like, what in the world? Hmm. And And then you know that feeling whenever... You feel somebody enter the room. You feel that energy come in. Totally. Whoa, yep. Right? Uh, as I turn around, the door to his room is closing. It's just starting to close. And I'm like, what the heck, man? So I kind of I kind of able to make him feel better and go to sleep. As I'm leaving his room, I'm like, all right. I say it to myself, but I'm, I'm angry at this point. And I'm like, all right, in the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuke you. You need to get out of here. You need to leave my family alone. You're not welcome here. Done. End of story. So we go on about our day. A couple of days later, we're all my whole family's in at Walmart. And we are getting groceries, checking out. There's this elderly lady right behind us. Never seen her before in my life. And it was just, it was a really humbling experience because she turns around and looks at me. And she's like, you have a very special family. Hmm. And I'm like, well, thank you very much. You know, she's like, your your kids are beautiful. Like, you guys are doing everything right. Like, it's awesome, right? And then she yeah. pulls out these, she pulls out these four rosary rings, and hands them to me. And I'm like, what, what are the odds of that, dude? What I got chills <laughs> right now. I have right? chills all over my body. Like, I just got cold. Yes, <laughs> freaked so, me out. It, it is. It, it's insane. It that 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 period of our lives. That's wild. So many wild things were happening in conjunction. Like Steve would have 
an experience. And then he wouldn't tell me about it because at the time I was having a pretty stressful home life. You know, I had a bunch of stuff going on and, and then I would come to Steve. I'd be like, man, this just happened. <laughs> and he would be like, well, like, wasn't going to say nothing because I'm not <laughs> trying to add to the fire. Yeah. But here's what happened to me. And it's just like, they're happening in the same night or, or a day or two apart. Oh, wow. Really? Uh, it yeah. kicked oh, off some dude. weird stuff. Similar like there, shadow people gnarly. type, like shadow people theme for YouTube, Steve. Like, um, like seeing reflections in the TV reflection, seeing, I mean, is that what we're talking about? Uh, the, the thing that I see is is just i call it residual because whatever it is moves the same path every time out of the peripheral of my of my vision i'll be sitting in the living room and i'll just see it it'll just catch the corner of my eye and it'll it'll move into the hallway and that's it just shoom, shoom. Hmm. but what kyle is referring to is we i mean we already kind of cracked it open we might as well get into it um we were looking into some some weird stuff right we don't know the source <laughs> We don't know the source of what started all this, so <coughs> could be could be a number of things. We have a friend that is a ghost hunter here in Illinois. Ghost hunter Dave, shout out! Ghost hunter uh, Dave, ghost Dave. I love this. it. Ghost hunter Dave. Hell yeah! He talks about this cemetery it's called Cemetery X. They okay. don't tell the name of it because it's supposedly the the people who've investigated call it the the bachelor's bachelor's grove of Southern Illinois. There's just that much activity. Hmm. Ghost hunter Dave's been there a couple times. He had an experience. He 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 says there's a portal in that cemetery. He said I've seen a 12 foot cloaked being in that cemetery that I call the Watcher. He said he is up to no good, and what? he he had gotten ran off, left left like five hundred dollars worth of investigative equipment there. What? Oh, it scared him that just because he was not going back in. So I'm this like, dude's OG. Like, he told me this dude has been everywhere. He wouldn't go Takes, back in yeah. daytime, or was he there in daytime? He was there at night. And he, he hasn't been back since. He said he was done. His exact words, his exact words <laughs> to me, because I, I worked with him before any of this paranormal stuff kicked off. Okay. He would tell me about his investigations. His exact words to me were, you can go ghost hunting all you want. Don't F with the devil. The devil will follow you home. Yes. And I'm like, Bingo. Dave, what? So I'm digging. Every time I would talk to him, I'm like, Dave, tell, what, where, where's, where's X at? Tell me where Cemetery X is. He's like, I'm not doing it. He's like, I'm not telling you. So I'm like, all right. I'll That's a friend right the there. And, yeah, I'll, I'll dig into I'll dig into the internet, and the internet's going to tell me if you don't, Dave. So I had it narrowed down to two, and we just happened to pick one, and I sent a picture of it today when me and Kyle got there. Oh, God. And he goes, why are you there? Oh, oh God. We're just, check, we're just checking it out. He's like, why? Don't go And I'm there. like, I don't know. <laughs> Dude, this is creeping me out as out much as Kyle's story. Jesus. <laughs> and Freaking so me out. we're just like, oh. he's like, I'm telling you, he's like, things, things in X will follow you home. Yeah. And we're like, whatever, Dave, you know, you're just, you're just playing it up. He's like, why would I be playing it up when I wouldn't tell you where it is? I'm like, right. right well, called it. That checks the out. But yeah. We went out and we started looking around something. We'd walk around the cemetery. Something kept pulling us back to this back corner. Like, it was an old corner of the cemetery. We'd never been there before. We didn't even know it existed until I found it on the net and connected the dots. Mm, wow. And, uh, 
it started to like, I don't know if we were just in our heads about it. Like, Oh, we're here. This is, this is the place, but it started to like affect us physically. Like we started to feel like lightheaded and just, just feel weird to the point where we're like, let's leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't too long after that that all this stuff started happening. We were also looking into some weird cases that we were kind of uh, not not more or less provoking whatever whatever was going on, but we were kind of provoking whatever we was going on. Shade. We threw yeah. some shade. Yeah. But then then my youngest boy told my mom that he saw the man in the in the hallway, and then it happened to Gage's boy or Kyle's boy, Gage. Not long after that. So I have a history of like sleep paralysis, but not like scary sleep paralysis. Like I just, I experience it. I don't see anything. I just know that it's happening. Yep. And I just have this intense fear and I can wake myself up. I don't see any entities. I don't see anything. Yep. So I'm laying in bed with my girlfriend, right? And I don't know if this is a dream or if it's not a dream or what's happening, but I'm laying facing her and she's facing the door and she goes, do you see him? And I'm like, see who instantly got oh chills God. again that just freaked me the hell I'm, out i'm asleep jesus <laughs> and she's it like gets, it gets she, goes, she goes the man in the door and i'm like no so as soon as i turn over sleep paralysis incidentally hits me can't move and i see this thing in the doorway it's it's huge it's the shape of a man but i can't really make out any details i see a head and a shoulder and it has to be like 10 12 feet tall because it ducks over to look in to my doorway Dude. it's hunched over and i'm like oh no the same thing so your i'm trying saw. to wake myself up essentially could be right i don't i don't know if it had a cloak on it i can see a head and shoulders but so i'm trying to wake head. myself up because that's yes Jeez. that's where i'm at with my sleep paralysis i can wake myself up come on come on come on so as i'm sitting there i'm like come on wake up wake up wake up wake up wake up and this thing darts back in to the interior of my house back into my house about that time i wake up or I essentially snap out of it. So I'm going after this thing. And every time I make it into a room, it's going into an alternate room. So as I finally, finally kind of think that I have it cornered in our bedroom, because it goes in there where my girlfriend's sleeping, I make it in there and I don't see it. And she looks at me and she goes, it just went into the recording room. And I'm like, that's weird. Then she goes, you need to be careful. It keeps changing its name. It keeps changing its name. And then I wake up. That's disgusting. Wow. What? What is it? Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. Like, changing That's its name. So, so that to me is like changing its name. Uh, you know, one thing you always hear if, you, if you've ever looked into out. demonology, and, and it's all about getting the name of the demon. Right. Zazel. That's how you, whether it's, yeah, yeah but the, I don't want, I don't movie. like to say those names. That's what I was saying. Like, I used to read that stuff yeah. and would be, would never speak it out loud because it freaked me out so much because of, you know, our buddy's mom, perfect example. You know, she thought she was going to be a paranormal investigator. Uh, this, this my, and you know, they got into this, uh, old horse barn and, you know, there's, it was, I think it was just something that they, um, couldn't handle, didn't have the right people, uh, you know, didn't have someone that was in, 
ancestral to the land or someone that can and can kind of do some sort of protection. And there's shit that will follow people home. I mean, you hear about that a lot. If you walk into a situation where, you know, you you don't really know. Um, but one thing that real quick just makes me think of this cemetery. Now, do you think maybe this was some ancient cemetery? Because a lot of times you have these mounds. That here in Chillicothe, all over Ohio, where the the cemeteries are just built right on top of the mounds. Right. I mean, is this like yeah, a I mean, situation the where it's way. like the Watchers, the Nephilim, the Giants? Um, you know, you have this you know ten to twelve foot tall thing, this hooded thing that saying is the it Watcher. Well That's be. wild. Because it Illinois is like the same the way. There are mounds everywhere in Illinois. Everywhere. Yeah. But little, yeah. little beknownst to me while this was happening, Kyle also had things happening at his house. See, I didn't tell him anything. I didn't tell him that this had went on, right? Because like he said, yeah. he, had, he was going through some things and I'm like, like trying to put my experiences on him for him to worry about and, and any right. of that. Right. Of that. He right. comes back about four days later and he's like, man, things are picking up at my house. So he tells, he tells me this story that happened to him. How quick? How yeah. soon is this after going to the cemetery right. that this um, starts it was kicking probably, off? Remember? Um, it was Re- it was a couple months afterwards. It was a few months after, because like I say, we can't really pinpoint it because we were also looking into some cases, specifically the the blood case, the blood right. abduction case, ah. and we like how they yeah. the way that um, they perceive this abduction as being this positive love and light and everything. I'm like that does not check out to me. You don't you don't put the fear of yeah. of abduction into somebody and then be be positive and love and light and all this. So yeah, so I was kind of when we were going into it. Yeah, I was I was kind of just pouring it onto him, and it wasn't long after that. See, the Bledsoe case we looked into after X, but before this started happening, so we can't narrow it down yeah. between but those two. During oh during Bledsoe, I was hearing the woman's voice at night because I remember asking Mister Bledsoe okay, about that. Too. Okay. Okay, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Let's. I think we're gonna have to do this timeline, and then we're gonna have to jump back to the Bledsoe timeline if that's okay. Can that's we? Fine. Is that cool? Yeah. Because I don't want to skip yeah, yeah, over no, that. Because then you that brought up Bledsoe and Bob it's on Saul. the board. Yeah, I got it for sure. Um, yeah. Well, I, I had followed Bledsoe said so in the podcast. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. same. Correct. Okay. Uh, anyhow, yes, I, yes. on with you guys uh, wherever right. you left off. Uh, there. Sorry. No, it's good. Really um, good. The this, like Steve said, a couple of days later, I came to him, and I'm like, "Dude, my wife just told me what happened to her the other night, and it is terrifying." Right. And he's like, "What happened?" And I'm like, "Well, this is how she explains it to me." And I'm gonna leave out some of the details because they're a bit raunchy, but she's like, "I was I was having this dream, and you were we we essentially had another woman in our bed." Okay. And she's like, and you were you were all excited, and I kept telling you, it's not what you think it is, Kyle. It's not what you think it is. And I'm like, and, I, and of course I was in her dream. I was far too excited to to pay any mind. And then she's like, and then, uh, it's like it switched, and it basically turned into our two year old daughter, and crawled up. Because I was like, it was like there was a lapse in her dream where she's laying down now, and she's like, I remember this thing crawling up as our daughter, and it starts like licking my face and stuff. 
Whoa. And then I wake up. Dude, right? that's so dark. That's just it sounds weird. It sounds weird. like yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. It's it's disgusting. And I tell Steve this, and we end up correlating stories. My wife's happened on the exact same night his happened. Hmm. What? With the tall entity. Yeah. Dude. Something was yes, throwing shade. Crazy. Right. I, I mean, <clears throat> I, not that I don't believe you. It's just so wild. It's so, like, man, I would be losing it. So when you guys went Bro. there to that cemetery, was there anything that you can think of going back that you did that may have stirred something up? Just being there. Just being there. Is there anything that you can kind of think? Like like Steve said, we kept getting drawn to one location. Hmm. And that's about as much as I can really remember. Yeah, we were like, we weren't being disrespectful or anything. We were just kind of walking around, reading the gravestones, looking at the markers and stuff, and the symbol, the symbology that's on there. And, and then it's, it's like the, it's, it was like the, the atmosphere was just sucked out of where, where we were. It was just like, and just mm. everything got weird. Like got the, gross. the lifelessness yeah. or like the vibe. You can yeah. almost feel it being yeah. like you're in a vacuum of well, like I mean, an energetic look, vacuum. They still call it site X or whatever location X, because you don't want to tell people, right? I, like you, you're oh, kind of no, like, we, you know we, what? We uh, this lived up to uh, all the hype and uh, you know what? It's not worth it for anyone. Um, no, it's like Tom saying he yeah. had ghost hunters that literally walked out of a place where he's like, there's ghosts in there. And they're like, screw this. We're out. He like, got we've seen right. enough. And I'm like, isn't that what they wanted? Like, he sold his house half for, or he bought the house for half price. Yeah. It went down. If I'm seeing a 12 foot demon. so haunted. I'm the, out. The person was like, I'm going to give you half off or whatever. This massive price drop on the house. No, no, no. The guy that left the house left the house. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he still had his, out, his packed furniture, up his house. Dude. Everything like, was nope, as is. Mouth. Yes. He was a, a Baptist Done. preacher, and the house was like haunted to high heaven and back, right? He didn't right? know how to handle and it. And he just literally one day picked up and packed up and left out. And he came back and, and told the guy crazy. the story years later of why. He's like, I was and, gone. Uh, yeah, he kind of gave him a rundown of, like, why the house was haunted, how it was built by the Masons back in that time, and it's how really cool all of the setup of the house, you know, the, the direction of where east was and west was all these rooms were for trapping energy, et cetera, et cetera. And, I mean, he had so many doppelganger stories, which I don't know if you're into those or not or have heard many doppelganger stories. Yeah. I was... I was dumbfounded. I th- it felt like the Willy Wonka of wild. doppelgangers. I was like, you can't have this. <laughs> He's like one after another. And it's just, it's wild because I've never awesome. had one of those encounters and didn't even know that was a, a kind of cryptid paranormal until a couple of years ago. But now it's like one of my favorite. Every time I hear one, I'm like, that is so freaky. Those are kind of, his are kind of like time and space bending to where he's in the same place. Almost like. That's the doppelganger. It almost. It almost Feels His doppelganger like will be a hundred yards away from him. But it's almost like that alternate That's dimension wild. where your reality is slipping. in another space yeah. happening in another timeline, and then it's slipping into our reality. Right. And then all of a sudden you're over here chopping wood and I'm trying to talk to you and you're not even paying attention to yeah. me. And then you walk in in there. Tom's actually been in, in the, the rock shop rock shop all day. And they're like, I just saw chopping you. wood. He's like, I've not been out there all day. <laughs> so, but not just him, but other people. <laughs> His wife. Visitors yeah. have been doppelganged. 
at their property. Weird. Where you know, and they never talk to him. So the people that see who, if I if I see Mike, right, and I'm like, Mike, you wouldn't talk to me. Mike's like, I haven't seen you for three hours. I'm like, what? But I saw you. You literally walked in front of me, and I talked to you, and you wouldn't say anything. Like that kind of crazy level of. I was like, man, I don't know if I could live there, but it seems like they're pretty nice. Oh, they they've never had anything mischievous. No, but their energy just. Holds he said he that. gets lost in the kitchen. Yeah, the kitchen is the worst spot. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, you will just literally walk in circles in there sometimes and be like, what the hell am I doing? In what the kitchen? I came in here for some milk and right. cookies, and now I'm just walking around right. in circles <laughs> the, in the kitchen where right. the water just turns on in front of you. He goes, that's yeah. the freakiest. I'm like, does the faucet handle turn? He goes, I don't know. I'm pretty, you know, kind of freaked out by the water just turning on. I don't <laughs> ever check the handle. They've been but, there forever. <laughs> I mean, what you so you're both experiencing this. Your your wife at the time, Kyle, and uh, currently yeah. correct. Your girlfriend at the time, Steve. Everybody's. I mean, it's a all skate. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, so, did it continue yeah. on more? <sighs> or how did you resolve well, it? Or Kyle, what? Yeah. Kyle, yeah. Kyle started. Kyle had started looking into protection, like yeah. legitimately okay. looking. Yeah, looking dude. for something. This was before before X, before to, we even went to X. Oh, get, some, get yourself some prepping. salt and some holy water and cool. Uh, yeah. the, the thing that stood out to me was like all the encounters happened when we were like was things that are vulnerable to us. Like first it was our kids. Yep. You know, that were super vulnerable there. Then it was my sleep paralysis, which is the most terrified I've ever been is is when I'm in, in sleep paralysis. Oh, so yeah. and now it tapped into that. And then it tapped into all intimacy between Kyle and his wife, which is vulnerable in itself. Then it tapped back into the kids again. And it's like it's like every every aspect is like picking picking Probing points. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, it's your exactly. Weak points. Like those raptors at the fence, it's man. They're points. testing for weakness and seeing how to get at you and And going wild. back to X, Dave Ghost Hunter Dave is like like OG paranormal guy, right? He's been everywhere. He went broke into Mantino State Prison here in Illinois, and the rumor is when they raised that, they salted the ground because of how bad that was. Hmm. Oh. And he said he will he will not go back to X because I tried to get him to go. I'm like, come on, Dave, just go with us. We'll drive. He's like, there's not a chance. He's like, there's no no way I want to be part of that. Is that location? And not that I'm trying to look for it. What I'm saying is, oh, um, is I it give you the address? No, 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 no. Now I'm I would good. like to is go it... with someone that was really knew what they were doing in no, terms I'm of like even... someone ancestral. You show me Gandalf, were, I'm going. You know, I, I wouldn't go with them, but I'm just saying, like, if, if they want to go, if you, I feel like there's something on the land that's Could old. Be. My there. question was: Is the there, land somewhere that somebody's going to drive by it? Buried like, is there, it off you know, the beaten it's, path? It's like out, the average it's, Joe it's won't go It's out in the middle there. of nowhere. Okay, it's out in the middle of nowhere. So like, you got to know it's, about it. It's, it, yeah, it's pretty well well out there. Okay, but there there is another another folklore myth or whatever in the in the surrounding lands. They have this thing called the witch's cabin, where it's probably Hello. I don't know maybe hundred. 100, 200 yards off of where X is located. And the rumor is that there oh, was an old close. log cabin here. And the husband at the time kind of just lost his mind oh. and offed his whole family. Oh, dude. Hey, man, but tough winners were tough they, winners back then. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And, and they've, they've t- since taken taken the cabin off the site i don't know where where they took it i've heard rumors that they like tried to restore it and all this stuff oh wow but it is weird that 
just being out in the middle of nowhere, nowhere in Illinois that you have this, this significant paranormal site. And then right off of it, you also have this site of pretty terrible tragedy happen mm-hmm. within the same, the same location. Some energy. So I'm there, wondering maybe. if like, yeah, like exactly. the Amityville kind of it's thing, connected. you know, like it's connected. Maybe that guy went fishing around down there in that cemetery. I mean, again, it's things yeah. that we think we understand, but we maybe we don't fully understand, right? And Dude, I'm telling you, I don't watch paranormal stories anymore or those shows <laughs> because got too much. I got way deep into yeah. that in my 20s. You I mean, were deep. Yeah, I mean, galoshes deep. Yeah, waiters you can deep. only hear so many stories where the. There's you go into a weird area and then all of a sudden you come home and Something shit starts moving around and you start hearing scratching in the walls. And well, there was a family back home and red eyes through the windows and then yeah. all of a sudden it's in your house and it's like there was a girl back home that had something attached to her back in the day because oh, my yeah. mom was a CYO uh, teacher, right? You know, yep. Catholic youth organization. Mike mm-hmm. and I grew up in a uh, very Catholic oriented part of Ohio, and um, I know. That I heard through the grapevine and over the years that there was a very long ordeal of trying to separate the two. A hundred percent. Like literally like there was definitely something that was kind of like binded or attached and mm-hmm. was really kind of tormenting her. Yes. And, uh, you know, growing up in an area she like that as well. She wasn't a young kid either. We're no, no. As an adult person in college. Yeah. And, and growing up in that area, it's not something <clears throat> A, back in that time we grew up in the 80s is probably 80s, late 80s, early 90s was when this is happening but luckily and, the catholic church right is, and you know kind of stepping in but even to talk about it even to even to entertain it right that tempo. means that level of uh, uh veracity and uh evidence is getting enough that you know it's not just like oh you know so and so just brush this off you're just being crazy it's like no there there's there's enough manifesting that people believe me and they know that we need to do something so that was just kind of odd you know, again, from our area, it would be more of like, oh, that's not real, you know. Came home from uh, a major university in Ohio with, from her, the dorms. From the dorms, yeah. To back all the way back to an hour and a half to away. hometown, yeah. And still, the, well, let's get her out of school. That was the solution. Right. You would think this is all this crazy shit's happening. She, they don't they know, don't the know what's going sure. on. And so let's move her back home. So they did. It was happening at home. Guess what? It continued. Yeah. That's that that deep that yeah. attachment I'm that I'm good without that. You don't want to, I'm not trying Jeez, to Jeez, man, I was just poking checking around out the cemetery. At the cemetery. Didn't invite you home. You're not getting top bunk like shit. And, and I mean, interestingly enough, we've had people within the last month send us emails Wanting saying that we're they're saying that they they're in tune with with things more in tune than we are. Oh wow! And they're saying that we have a strong negative attachment to the both of us. Mm-hmm. And this Could is just be. recently, like even after even after everything kind of just kind of settled, so to speak. Now we're getting like people people listeners from all over all over the world essentially right being like, hey, we're getting bad vibes. Yeah, about about something connected That's to you wild. guys, and, Actually, and not just Steve, one. Tell him, Steve. Well, tell him about when we left Crypticon. Oh God! Oh, well, I'll send gosh. you guys nothing but positive vibes. Yeah, we, we I need them for sure, for sure. Dude, I'll burn okay. some Palo Santo so, 
in yes. Brozone we'll here. Smudge, we'll smudge I, the monitors before we leave. Well, yeah, I, I'm pretty this, confident in, in my this, production. Okay. This this main Good. emailer, right? They get to the point to where they're like, they're like somebody is somebody or something is trying to get to you too. There's an attachment, and they're trying trying to to feed it essentially. So they're like, we don't know what it is. We don't know if it's your friends, your family, uh, other people in your profession, other podcasters, whatever it is. Like something is trying to 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 feed this negativity. Yeah. And the, in the email, they're like, do not accept gifts from other people. Yes. Do not accept food and drink from other people. And this is right, like Very around smart. Thanksgiving. I'm like, do you like, like I'm a right. fat dude. I'm gonna be eating people. <laughs> like, there ain't no stopping. The, the devil himself is gonna hand me a yeah. piece of pie, and I'm gonna eat it. You know, like, like but Chris we're Farley. coming. We're rolling back. From, hungry. <laughs> we're rolling back from Crypticon, and we pull in Kentucky in this little, uh, just this. I can't even. I don't even know the name of the town. It was. It was just a little drive-through town, and it's early in the morning. And we're like, we're gonna go to Taco Bell. We're gonna get some crunch wraps. We're gonna see what's going on pull up and we order our food right we've never been here in our lives we pull to the drive-thru and the the little man the little old man that's working the drive-thru window that morning looks at kyle and he says i see you got steve with you and then he hands us our food and i'm like (laughs) what i didn't say anything at the time we paid in cash Yeah, we paid in cash. We didn't. We yeah. didn't use our debit cards. There's no way he could have. He could have known. We're like we're we're nobody in the podcast world. Like people people do not recognize us. And he looks at the. I mean, as soon as the window opened, he looks at Kyle and he goes, "I see you got Steve with you over there." And then he just goes about his business. So we get our food and stuff, and we we drive off. Well, and he says, he says, "You guys have a great day. Keep doing what you're doing." said something about like making people's lives positive or something and i'm like we drive you're off and i go you're Kyle? sure he's not a fan right that's what i'm thinking How, i mean what are, what are the odds of that i don't know but i mean you guys like have been around for a while how, how yeah. long ago was this there's just this, this year, year. crypticon this year yes. dude yeah. yeah for sure he knows who you are he no, has to no. it was no, no. i think I mean, you guys are being modest little, now <laughs> No, I think no. Hey, but, but he's an old man, though. Too, he's an old man. And, uh, don't can't be an no. ageist on who listens. He doesn't even know what a podcast is. You never know, man. Yeah, Jeremiah we drove uh, out of there. Uh, Byron said the other day of talking to a you know a guy about Bigfoot that he had found through the grapevine, right? And this guy was like, it was like fifty years ago. He's an old man now, like yeah. telling his story so, for the first time. I'm just saying, don't don't throw it out of the realm of possibility. He could possibly <laughs> know who you are. Or he had people right, coming through know. there that were like, hey, we just, you know, I no, I got to no. think that. Or that's just too <laughs> weird, dude. dude. It was so that's weird. Impossible. And I talk, I looked at Kyle and I'm like. That is weird. It is. Did, it that, is dude weird. Just say, did that dude just say my name? Kyle's I got like, Steve with you. You, you caught that too? And I'm like. <laughs> yeah. I see. You what is our lives it. right now? God, that's great. And and oh. sure enough, what's he do? He, he handed us food. That's that he That he knew who we were. And I still yeah, we ate, ate the crunch wrap. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. delicious. 100%. It's Whatever too. negative attachment was to on that crunch wrap, I just went with it because it was fire. Yeah. I but, just love know. how you say how he set it up. Hey, see, yes. have Steve there with you. I would, yeah. If that yeah, happened just out of us, nowhere, we, I don't think we'd leave the drive thru. I think we'd be like, sir, we're going to uh, have to talk about this because I can't drive off thinking that I need to clear the air. Do you remember? I, uh, I wish I, wish I would have. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what do I remember, Mike? We had a similar, kind of a weird situation when we stopped and ate uh, after Dimensions of Disclosure, oh, the event that, that we did out in California. In 20, we did this live stream in 2019. People that listen to our show know this story. But yeah. we took a crew out there, put on this three-day live stream. Yeah, it's like Ancient and, Aliens and, all weekend, and, and, but and it was, a little crazier yeah. even. <clears throat> and um, awesome. on the way back, though, we stopped at this uh, recreational store in Van Nuys coming out of basically like you know the greater Los Angeles area, kind of when you get – over on the other, yeah. you're approaching this year yeah. in Nevada's to get Still over. Still big cactus everywhere. Yeah. There's there was some uh, beautiful cactus. And we stopped at this little diner to eat, oh, and yeah. there was this dude that was just hovering around me. It was weird. It was like Mike and was like one of those bug zapper lights, and this guy was like, "I'm not going to touch you, but I'm going to get so close to you." But he just would and not saw stop it. mean mugging me and grilling me. And TJ's like, "Bro." <laughs> I'm about to stand up and fight this guy. It was strange. Because <laughs> he would he would literally, I was sitting in a booth and he's like on top, like sitting over top of me and just eyeballing me, comes out of the bathroom, comes back <laughs> by me again. I'm like, I did this like UFO event with all the former CIA, FBI. We interviewed a lot of strange people. Yeah. He was getting a little uh, freaked Native out. Native American like, elders talking justified. about star people. Yeah. And, and um, so, you Maybe know, they were tailing us for a bit. Who knows? Like, make sure we get out of California. I don't know. Like, it was a weird weekend. It was great. But I've never had strange. somebody like be that obvious almost as like maybe I was it was just all in my head. But the thing is, is they're the ones these guys were telling me. I didn't notice it eventually. I didn't want to believe them. Like, whatever. No, it, ha- it definitely happened. And they're like, no, for real, dude. This guy had... is mean mugging you. Yeah. He will not take his eyes off <laughs> you. Or he liked the cologne you were wearing, and he was like, you know, I don't wear like, cologne. I don't know. Maybe like close talkers. He was a close smeller. I don't know. Wait. <laughs> he was sniffing your perfume. I don't dude, know. I'm not that good looking. It was There's strange. no reason why. I, I remember should've... that being the most uncomfortable burrito I've ever eaten. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> it was delicious too. And, and then wasn't even finally, full, he just for, after like fifteen minutes, he just walked out the back door, yeah. and we never saw. Gone. But he was dressed in like the aviators and this. It was weird. He looked like a cop or a fed or something. Yeah, he didn't he was, have that. He was strange. He kind of stuck out in the in the. In it was the like an NPC too. character that just popped out of nowhere. Right. Like who the hell is Detective Biff over here? Awesome. Like, what is happening? Right. <laughs> Again, I think we is, used that term about drive-through guy. Was he's like, what was that NPC? You know, he just <laughs> yeah, said <dude>. my name, <laughs> and he was the nicest That's guy crazy. too. Like I know, super oh, nice, yeah. kind fantastic, of, kind of, <clears throat> kind of like, brighten the mood of everything. Yeah, but like, it kind of makes your reality kind of like that? wave in front of you, where you're like, is yes. it really happening? You know, you kind of wonder. Yeah, I get it. I get it. That would freak me out a little bit. But that's what I'm saying. I would be like, sir, we're gonna. How did you know our names? Like we got to talk about. I this. wish. I wish I would have. I wish I would have. I'll because, tell you this: like, Steve's a common name, but right. could have went Joe or John or Dave. You know, right? I'll tell you a correlation story and why I had to follow up with it. It's my first year as a nurse when I was like 26, and I had a patient who was a very nice gentleman, but he was certifiably gone, like in every way and direction. <laughs> And he was getting ready to be discharged to, like, a mental facility. He didn't have a health issue anymore, but he still had a mental health issue. And so he's getting ready to leave. And uh, I haven't said anything about him. You can't identify I don't even know his name. But this is the day uh, he's getting ready to leave, the night he tried to pee on his roommate because we had two people in the room. And I was like, Jesus. But he's getting dressed. And, like, that's what I'm saying. He's not all there. But he was, like, talking to me. And he said... Yeah, you know, um, I'm psychic. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, what number? And he goes, nine. And I said, one more time. 
Because I can't go home thinking that you can get in here just on a whim. So One like, more time. But I literally, I didn't tell him any parameters, and that was the number. And, and he said it so fast, I was like, did I think that or did you put that in my brain? Because it was, but I know I thought it. It was just so fast. I was like, wait, 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 do it again. Because I can't go home with you being up yep. here. So I get it. But that's what I'm saying. I had to follow up or uh, I wouldn't sleep right that afternoon. So the further I you guys go, <laughs> the further you go down this this path, this road. I mean, do you, I hate using the word synchronicity. The the the, the yeah. it's kind of overused. But yeah. once you yeah. kind of get yeah. on the train, because yeah. <laughs> for me, you know, I've gone kind of up and down on that synchronicity train. When I'm really on it, yeah. it gets super weird. Right. Um, had to get grounded for a few years, kind of. You know, uh, get focused with stranger and on the video production side, right. and the, co- the company side of of what we do. Um, but you know, over the last few years, it's like we're we're uh, you get know we, we've got some things uh, set up to where I need to get kind of, and it's happening now with the show. Right, the, is the thing right. is like the. The people are starting to reach out to us, which, you know, uh, Man in the Clouds on YouTube and, um, you know, Brian and and some of these folks reaching out to us uh, where we have people, you know, sharing experiences. We've got a guy in Kentucky that's having all kinds of stuff happening on his property. It's opening people Um, up. And uh, so you guys have been on that that train for quite a bit longer. We're kind of in the early stages, so it's kind of cool to see. Uh, that reflection with some oh, yeah. of your experiences with just people reaching out and telling you th- about things, but also having your own experiences, right? Which is important. That helps you, you know? understand the yeah. people calling in and who you're talking to as guests. And I, I mean, Mike and I obviously we are <clears throat> into the strange and the kind of conspiratorial and off the beaten path. But I think we've also had our own strange experiences, like you guys, and that's really just how it. Yeah, you can tell me something, and I might not experience it myself, but I can put myself there enough that I go, yeah, oh, I, yeah. Can, I can get there, <clears throat> especially with the cemetery. I mean, I've heard enough conversations about that from uh, Bowser with psychics, with Von Prague out there, and uh, there are enough correlations that just like with Bigfoot, I got, you know, I'm 75% of the way there myself. It's just I personally haven't seen this, this, or this, but there's no way I would say yeah. this isn't real because I personally haven't had it happen. Right. right. There's a lot of things that I haven't had happen personally that I can understand and, and kind of uh, put myself in that situation. But uh, it's tough for a lot of people, right? Um, especially if, like you guys were mentioning earlier, if you're closed off, if you have those layers that get built up as you're a kid, you go from having this kind of wide open scope, right, in your parents and school and this. And after a while, you don't realize you have all these different layers you're looking at life through. And when you can peel those back as we get older and we go, wow, wow, this is a great view. And there is a lot going on that I just was kind of closing off to, and it helps bring it more aware to you. And that's maybe what you're talking about, the synchronicities, right? Like it you attracts. get the perspective and you're aware of it, right? And you got to be aware of it too. Yeah. You start attracting weird things. It starts <laughs> amplifying. Well, for yeah, sure. it, it starts And that's what you guys, yeah. it reminds me of a lot of, of, like I said, once you're pursuing your your podcast alone, just right. the fact of like moving uh, that train forward and, and doing effort. what you guys are doing, it creates a certain like f- almost energy around you two. Right. And then pursuing these yep. 
places where you know you're trying to have your own experiences to to understand 100 uh, percent you know the the out of place artifacts you know the the these tablets that people find uh, all over the United States and I know you guys are at least I know Kyle you're interested in in Thoth and the emerald tablets and some of those kind of things um, and I, I don't know I don't that. know how much you've you've looked into how those connect with like we were talking about earlier with the pyramids you know this is going like way way back to who the pyramid builders were is there anything you can share about some of that stuff you looked into i mean for the most part like we we kind of scratched the surface on some of that stuff but i dude i absolutely adore adore the idea and possibility that there are objects out there that have mystical properties to them mm-hmm. like it's a it's a super fun idea oh super yeah. fun right. oh yeah you know what i mean like that it, and it's it's like me and steve are like low-key nerds too so that's indiana it jones is right that, right yeah it's just straight it's nerd stuff and it's just jones. a lot of fun <clears throat> you know but i love the idea of like the the stones that grant wishes or heal and 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 then like with the this the the one stone I can't think of the name right now, but uh, it's depicted all throughout all different religions through different periods of time. There there are people seen oh, holding this said stone. stone. No, it was this started with a it's like Sintamani stone or something like that. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, Nicholas Flamel and making that because uh, that's oh, man, sorry, was, I don't mean to detract that. No, it was good. But it was it was a stone that grants wishes, and oh. it's, it's depicted through Japanese artwork uh there's supposedly pictures with jesus holding it mm. but just all through history and it, it is cool absolutely fascinating it's fascinating yeah right and then you have spear of destiny you have yeah. old old um the sword and the stone you yep. have so many just really awesome stories and it's like and then that little kid comes out and you where you're just like what if like what if you know well, because gonna- you have all types of people that can create artifacts, you know, that that's right. You, you can, but you can make runes, you know, runes stuff and all types of shit. So why, why not? Why isn't they, this possible? They find that stuff here. They find yeah. runes. They find Phoenician writing. They find ancient Hebrew that, well, oh, yeah. all of them are considered fakes. Yeah. Like if you look the mainstream, cause it doesn't fit, you know, archeo- archaeological view, it just doesn't fit that parent. It's so hard to, like, what do you mean there's Phoenicians here? And, you know, thousands of years ago, or it. why would the ancient Hebrews be here? Um, and, you know, they look at the geology of it, and it's like, well, these had to be carved a long time ago because there's these scratches here on the tablet right. that are more modern, and they're just not worn. This thing was polished. Yeah. You can tell that the, the, the markings have age because of the, the outside of of the uh, – it's it's much more smooth and rounded. Right. than where the groove so, is cut. So, you know, geologists like Scott Walter from America Unearthed, He's looked at a lot of these tablets and stones. It's just like they're legit from a geology standpoint. But see, that's where I said on one the of the The newer Coley stones, the Bat Creek stone. Yeah, the, like different disciplines of science are and, like from right. a geology standpoint, it's this. And from an archaeology standpoint, they'll say, well, it's this because that's what our timeline says. And again, if I was a geologist, I'd be like, look, I again, if I know I'm right, I, I say bet me. 
because I don't lose money. I don't bet money. I only bet when I know I'm going to make money. So I'm like, if I ever say bet me, don't, because <laughs> I mean it. So I'd be like, just bet me. I guarantee I can outprove you on this because your theory, however you go round circles, will never get you to a straight answer in that in that fight. It's it's just I know that not everything's black and white, but certain things are very very close to black and white, right? So that's why I think archaeology doesn't like to agree with other disciplines that contradict them when they yeah, do have a geological a study one. done because they're like, you're messing up my story. And it's like, but you made a crappy story. That's the whole thing. It's your theory. <laughs> it's your story. It's not it's based off of You didn't see it happen. You're trying to put it together. And again, that's why I think the whole conversation of earlier, we said, you know, well, I could look at that multiple ways. I could look at it from this aspect or that aspect, right? Because we don't know. We're talking about the pyramids. And is it a consciousness? Is it an right. energy device? Is it healing? Is it a, a, a calling card? Does it keep the earth together? What does it do, right? It could do a multitude of things, and we don't know yet of any of them, but we have to entertain all of them to kind of get there. That's how you whittle away. You pile them up. Well, it's not this and not that, and we can only do that by having open con- conversations about it too. And that's oh, what I think is just fascinating exactly. about it. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And, and like the consequence of proving that those things are legitimate mm-hmm. and having to essentially rewrite not just U.S. history, but right. world history. Right. It has such so an no, impact no. on yeah. everyone everywhere that right. I, they would just assume be like, nah, I'm not even going to pay attention to that. You know, like we're, we're not even mess with that. That's we'll just keep problem. rolling with the narrative that we've got put out here. Right. Everybody else just quiet down. Right. It does feel like that. It's kind of like this historical treadmill where like, it started here and let's go. Don't worry about, you know, we'll fill you in along the way. We'll give you the highlights. It's like, well, what if I want to know more in the real history? Yeah. Yeah. I need more than what you're telling me is what I'm saying. Yeah. And the most kind of recent story is uh, the guys from Appalachian Intelligence and kind of tuning into their story. And I know they've been on your show and I don't want to get into too much of the the petroglyph and some of the things that they've been on this kind of hero's journey and kind of uh, their you own. Got like a ex- Goonies quest exp- on. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Uh, Dude, that's it's, what Kyle's talking about, too. It's that fantastical kind sure. of. But magic, you know, on air, I will put it out there. Uh, Appalachian intelligence guys, I was telling the hollow sky fellas about uh, a friend, a few friend of ours that we'd like to introduce you guys to, to uh, get a perspective or maybe, maybe we could, you guys could learn something more about the, that petroglyph um, and that, that they've been on a few shows uh, talking about and then leading to kind of down a rabbit hole of a treasure and, and um, but the petroglyph itself is just a really interesting. If you guys look up, uh, follow them on uh, Instagram and, and socials, and go back and listen to some of their shows about yeah. this. Um, but uh, they were great I on your guys' show. AI yeah. Appalachian yeah. Intelligence, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> classic. I love it. That's it's so a, great. A good seller for sure. It's great. Yeah. It's absolutely awesome. But I think we have stuff like that here in Ohio. That there's just a lot of buried stuff that we're going to find Go in the next 10 Cuyahoga. years. Go up to Cuyahoga and hike through some of those where the rock is cut through and there's glyphs in the wall there. Mm-hmm. I went hiking with my mother-in-law and my uh, wife one time and I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Oh, it's just <laughs> Cuyahoga National Park or National, whatever it is. It's like some little state park or something, but they have cliffs with etchings in them. I just remember thinking, like, this is so bizarre and random. Right. And they didn't look like, a, you know, an amateur did it. Right. It's like, right. What? 
It is it's just awesome. it's everywhere, right? It's just it almost feels like yeah. You know the way we litter with actual litter. The ancients littered with art and mounds and structures. And, yeah. Oh yeah, it's just it's etched and carved and built over so much of the Earth's surface. It's crazy. I mean, if we're going to keep finding more of it as we use lidar, as we use ground penetrating radar, as they yep. dig up Gobekli Tepe, as, you're going to eventually get to points where people are like you can't dig this up. I built a house on it. It's like, but there's a castle under your house, or there's yeah. a. Whole city under your house. We're gonna need to, you know. Sorry, yeah. you gotta go. Yeah. What, what yeah. do we do? It makes what, you, I mean, it makes you wonder, like, what has to be found for them to start, like, legitimately, like, we're gonna have to rewrite the timeline a little bit here, you know, because that's a great question. They've, yep. They've got a lot of stuff that's that's coming out that you're like, oh, that's gonna be Neuralink first edition download, the real history of Earth. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Sign me true out. history, right? Maybe it'll be altered. Who knows? Can't trust that. But I mean, that, that's one of my theories about why we're going to need, you know, some augmentation because we can only educate a, a, a an individual for, let's say, hope for the best, 90 years. I, I'd like to get 75 or 80. But if I get to 90 in all that time, am I going to learn the whole history of humanity? And if we're going to be interstellar species and et cetera, et cetera, how do you get there? You have to be, you know, we have computers now, we have external hard drives, we have to put all this external information because even those things, as powerful as they, you know, we build them, they need that augmentation. And so right. I keep thinking that's one of the ways we're going to get there is because we're going to have to actually just build this library that, like, cool, you're going to be learning more, but here's, you know, the starter pack. Um, but maybe then they could figure out how to actually write history appropriately. And they'll be like, cool. Now you have enough bandwidth to actually handle all this, you know? Yeah. Maybe like, we just didn't want to bore you with all the details, but here. (laughs) (laughs) Just look, look through at your leisure. Yeah. And I say that too, because I know you guys um, get into um, some of the AI um, conversations in your podcast with artificial intelligence and, what's it going to look like? And I, I just didn't know, is that something either of you are passionate about? Is that something that you kind of think of often? Cause I go there every now and then like, man, I wonder if this is why this is and mm-hmm. et cetera. I'm c- kind of like it, it'll, it'll pop up in my timeline, okay. my YouTube, cha- my YouTube stories and stuff, and it'll get my brain turning and then I'll, I'll yeah. get to looking into it. And I'm like, man, I'm not, I'm not it, ready for this. Yeah. I am it's, not prepared it's wild, isn't for it? this. You got chat <laughs> so GPT now, back. right? Oh the, yeah. That, that is pe- like, you don't even know if you're talking to a bot or a person. It's, it's so far advanced now. Like I, I, we just did a, uh, Right. One of our night shifts, we kind of went into it, and this is what I was listening there was, to. Yes, yeah, there was a a Google prompt that they were using, unbeknownst to anybody, that was just AI, AI voice mimicking, and AI predictive text. That they the Google, the people that worked at Google, were using it to book appointments with real humans, and the people couldn't tell the difference right. between the AI and a human because it was that predictive and that reactionary to what a person was saying. Right. Dude. And it's like, if it gets to a point where it can access information on its own, like people are going to be obsolete. They're not going to need oh, yeah. AI to up, to update them, to upgrade them. We're just going to be like, like when we build a highway and we step on a few anthills, I feel like that's what it's going to be for it's them. Gonna be they're like, not going to like wipe us out. Yeah, they're right. not going to wipe us out. We're just going to be inconsequential. We're just not going to matter. Right. And they're just going to keep the, moving uh, forward. 
Have you ever yeah. heard the Philip K. Dick quote that uh, human uh, beings are the reproductive organs of AI? Like we're <laughs> no, birthing, I've heard but... reference that. <laughs> like ba- yeah, of... basically AI is being birthed by us. Like we are going to give birth to this thing. Like but we are the reproductive like biological organs oh, that yeah. are creating this. We're like the caterpillar and the butterfly is evolving in a, in a way. But yeah. I think you it... said in your episode they don't let it connect to the internet. That's that's what I heard. That it does not, it hasn't had access to the internet on its own. But it because just, it just feeds that. off the interaction. Yes. Right. Once it gets the access to all information, Imagine essentially ever, out. game over. That's a genie yeah. out of the bottle yes. type stuff. You'd have to unplug yeah. everything so fast. So far, yeah. So far, like the Chat GPT, I think is is just going off of the interactions that it has with with humans. So and they are mm-hmm. they are digitally um, uh, rewarding it when its predictive text is is what people would think a human would say. Oh, so it's just increasingly in getting smarter and increasingly getting more human mm-hmm. as Whoa. it goes. Okay, so I have a little conspiratorial theory that just started cropping up recently. So everybody was in their house for the last like three years working on a computer nonstop, 24-7 of all ages, right? It seems like a crash course for AI to just soak up, like, just knowledge upon knowledge. I mean, it's wild, right? Like, so if that's how it's kind of being fed, we just, you know, brought it to the buffet every day and just slammed its mouth oh, yeah. full and yep. just stuffed it and stuffed it. Yep. And yeah. it got I mean, a lot all they would of information. Have to do- all they'd have to do is like link it to our cell phones, link it to our smart TVs, link it to our Alexas, and it would just devour knowledge of of how people live, how people yeah. interact, mm-hmm. how people talk, yeah. how people think. Right. And it would well, just like, eat it up. You said in the show too, you were you're saying there was something about a salesman and they were taking his skill set and they were converting it to AI so that yep. you know, from day one, this AI had his knowledge base and then could grow and was like, You'll never catch it. No, you know. You can't catch it even if you are that salesman that it was made from. Like, you're obsolete to it at this moment. Because from there, it it takes all all the sales knowledge that it can pick up from all the salesmen that ever existed. Right. He's going to – this thing is going to be the peak – salesman you know mm-hmm. it's it's gonna have the best of, of every person that's ever tried to sell something ever right right whereas you're just a singular person you're only gonna get so good you're only gonna hone in on your knowledge so much and it's gonna right. get to a point to where people on the opposite end of that would rather talk to the ai perfect salesman right to purchase whatever they want as opposed to talking to another flawed human that makes mistakes that mm-hmm. can't get you the best price that right you know it's wow. it's just kind of compounding on itself to where it's it's heading very fast in that direction that's and weird elon tried to warn us yeah <laughs> right but at the yeah. same time it's creating Neuralink, and it's like ai starts i i read a theory that that, that neuro he's producing Neuralink. So we can still have a human element in the AI to, the, to right. try to battle against the regular AI if it ever gets out of control. The purely d- digital ones and zeros AI that's not interfacing with human the human brain. Yeah. That it's just, you know, that's Skynet shit. Yeah. That's Terminator, bro. Yes. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. I have one more theory. If, uh, and this, this is taking AI along with robotics, but... I, I observe people a lot. I like to think of 
kind of like the fly on the wall I like to just watch. But I've always had this thought of like, you know, um, dating is not easy, right? You got somebody you want to ask out. Maybe you're not good at that. Whatever side of the spectrum you're coming from here, guy to girl, girl to guy, I don't care who it is. You're not good at that. So you just don't do that. Well, now we have robots that doesn't matter, right? Okay, so what if that just extends out? And now it's like everybody's like, I'm just going to take, why am I going to put effort into courting somebody? You oh, know, yeah. I just think no, of this breakdown of this like that's chain reaction of us. Oh, yeah. yeah that's accelerating. Dehumanization. The Metropolis, that was one of the first like Hollywood films that's ever. So crazy. In like the 1930s was. Like that's part of the transhumanist movement yeah, and Westworld. Yeah, all that shit's God, been around forever, dude. Yeah, it you has. Know, Joel it, Brenner it's, was it's, in the original. It's a part Westworld. of the uh, you know the occult. <laughs> some of the early people yeah. of Madame Blavatsky's followers yeah. and yeah. Um, and um, uh, Alistair Crowley's followers. Yeah. Those folks were the early, early transhumanists and talking about, about that's like a lot of sci-fi and well, it wasn't um, uh, who was it the the propulsion guy? Uh, uh, yeah, Jack Parsons. Parsons. Yeah, he was buddies with. Uh, he was, uh, you know, traveling to India and meeting gurus. And, that's wild. And, you know, they were. That's like the White Brotherhood, which is like the keepers of the modern emerald tablets. When they were found again, oh wow! And brought to, in 1926, the Emerald Tablets of Thoth were gone forever. Um, you know, they they went from the priests uh, after Thoth, the priests, the high priests of Egypt, and then the from Egypt they went to uh, Thoth. Basically, reincarnates his ego into what is, I think, probably Quetzalcoatl or Veracocha. What it's the same entity. America? Yeah, you guys were talking about the the dance of, of the serpent, um, and, and that's yeah. the Enki and Enlil story of Sumeria. So you have like these kind of bringers of knowledge. And, and so the Mayans, once the Spanish came, the emerald tablets were in their Temple of the Sun. They came and wiped everything out. And this white brotherhood, all these years later, were in charge of going and hunting down the Emerald Tablets. So they physically had them again in the 1920s. But that's like the Blavatskys and, and um, Charles Ledbetter and some of those folks, which you know eventually became the New Age movement, uh, kind of modern day. But it was all connected with their mission of finding the tablets. I did not know any of that. Uh, and... You know, and now they're lost to time again. So all this shit is so interconnected. That's we why know that I feeling. love the, find something, you lose it, you find it back again. Five years later, like oh, I, oh, you just did that today. Right. You just found back a like a a, a reading or something that you had. Mm-hmm. You're like, I've been looking for this for two or three years. My old navy uh, <laughs> old neighbor happened. gave me a re- this little card. She did an angel card reading, and uh, I. Had I didn't know where it was for like two years, I opened up this book with the Emerald Tablets of Thoth here on the table. <laughs> oh, and you're uh, talking about Thoth. And right, that's, yeah. That's weird. But, you know, these guys that's were... That's actually really strange. Synchronicity. We had some overlap with the... the <laughs> I wanted bizarre. to bring it up because... Uh, My synchronicity was yesterday while looking for black beans, believe it. I'm in the shopping center. There you go. And I'm looking at the signs and I like see something... And it's a bird. I'm like, get the hell out of here. And it drops right on the sign. And right below it's black beans. I'm like, <laughs> that was literally like the last thing I'm looking for 
and my wife has sent me on this shopping trip, which I don't shop much, so I'm not good at it to begin with. So I took it as right. a sign, like, man, I don't know if Kroger's hiring, like, the best marketing campaign they can get, but they've got these, like, <laughs> food-seeking birds now that'll just shop out your items Show for exactly you. Birds aren't real. People love that one, man. That's no, they're probably them. AI. <laughs> yeah. Probably AI birds. Right. <laughs> Dude, uh, did it have red eyes? I don't think so. He looked like a proper little sparrow. I don't know. I just thought he was slick. Like, man, that's where I'd be in the winter. Shit, I'd go live in a grocery oh, yeah. store if I was a bird and just For sure. everything in there. You're not catching me. Right. Just, just call Charlie, get a couple cats. He'll take care of it. Oh, my gosh. Shit, that's funny. But uh, I'm glad that you guys think about a lot of this stuff too. This has been in such an awesome, oh, like yeah. refreshing conversation, and hearing your guys's personal stories to me right. was the highlight of all of this. Right? Like I definitely <laughs> I had, got chills multiple times. Yep. Kyle talking about your and how they kind of overlap and uh, and and where you're kind of pinpointing dates. Of things, so thanks for sharing that, right. guys. Uh, that was stellar. Absolutely. That was so cool, yeah. and we appreciate it so much. I mean, is is there anything else that you guys want to chat about? Um, to let us know, you know, what's what's coming up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you I guys know have you uh, guys cooking. have the streams. You've got you hitting any conferences or anything um, this summer potentially. We we've been kind of flirting with the idea. Um, the Loveland Frogman Fest, we might go. I think it's March 4th. Dude. Oh, cool. And That's our guys backyard. Going? That, yeah. yeah. I think we are. Uh, we're chatting with Jeff we, we, right we, now. Actually, I know we are. Yeah. Or at we least I know I am. I've got the time off because I'm not going to Florida yep. anymore. So yep. I'm going to Loveland. If, awesome. it, uh, if it works out into our schedule, we'll, we'll probably roll up that away. That'd um, be great. What is the other one? What's the one the small town monsters host? Monster uh, Monster Fest. Fest. Or, Monster Fest. Yep. Yeah, that's we're thinking June. about maybe doing that, and uh, we're going to try to make it out more now that our schedules have have synced up. We're going to try to get out and about because nice. It was cool at CryptidCon. We we ran into to a bunch of people and yeah. made some new contacts, and it was it was. Um, so Dude, we'll, we're going to try to try to make it out. We'll if we decide, we'll definitely post it up on our socials and stuff. We're kind of fly by the seat of our pants kind of guys yeah so, right right we'll just, so we just, we're just winging this life man <laughs> and and, yep. and frogman it always fest turns out well when you do that is yeah is only one day too so we're so close guys like loveland or mason uh or monroe i think it's mason mason ohio great wolf mason. lodge uh which is near like uh king's island the amusement park um but we're probably an hour and 15 20 minutes from the, our studio, something. so man, yeah. we should hook up. We should definitely there we go. Awesome. Uh, link up. Studio swap. If we could do, uh, if you guys would be interested in coming in studio, um, if it works out, I mean, just we're you know would uh, we'll put you guys in these guys. seats and I'll I'll, I'll lay in bed. <laughs> we'll test a <laughs> test a virtual from home we'll, <laughs> for those days when I'm like I'm too tired. Just do it here. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. I'm just saying yeah. you guys. It'll be the the hollow road. <laughs> yes, dude. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, for sure. You guys, if you're coming to that, definitely we'll try yeah. to. Yeah, let's link up. up on having you come out this. Sure. Yes, if if, 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 if not, our schedules fall into place, we'll let you know. Perfect. For sure. Fantastic, perfect. guys. Excellent. Well, I, I mean, where to find? Yeah, find where can we follow you guys? Where can we find you? Oh, uh, let, yeah, us, let us know. Uh, well, you can find us 
anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're pretty much on all podcatchers out there. Just search up Hollis Guy. Um, social media, we're on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, uh, Reddit. We have nice. a bang in Discord. Our Discord's awesome. Great. Oh, Dude, yeah. All of our links are in our show notes. Get over there. Check it out. Anybody that's interested. It's a great community. Everybody's respectful. It's It's just... The community that's being built is yeah. primo. You guys Couldn't have a healthy catalog, people. right? You have a healthy catalog too. Like for listeners that haven't oh, heard yeah. your podcast <sighs> coming over, man. I we, mean, we're pushing two hundred. That's awesome. We're getting yeah, close, right, Kyle? Two hundred. Yeah, 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 for sure. Whew. That's stellar because I know that's, I've got a lot to listen to yet. Congratulations, guys! <laughs> You're killing it. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, right. thank we're you. Trying. Thank you. No, it shows. It, keep, it definitely keep shows. Keep trucking. Yeah. Awesome. So social media is all platforms. Your YouTube channel, you you got your uh we talked yeah. a little bit about your guys' live show. Um and that's at Hollow Sky. Yeah, and I'll keep I podcast mean, on YouTube. Yeah. And I keep yeah. uh yeah. shouting out some of their shows as I keep watching them. So and don't Twitter. be surprised if I'm popping them on Twitter we, relentlessly. We appreciate because, it. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, man. You know, it's one of those things like, you know, it the podcast world can be overwhelming if you're new to it listening wise. And um, a lot of times it's off recommendations, right? What are you listening to? What do you got on right? I mean, mm-hmm. that's what we yeah, do. Yeah. We share stories and yep. who, who we're listening to, et cetera. And that's how we find some of our favorite shows. So, yep. you know, I definitely, yep. when I come across somewhere, I'm like, yeah, I popped this on for quite a while and I just let it play. And yep. I just keep tuning in to like, when I find a story that really, which is a lot of, <laughs> I just tune in. Right. And I find myself right. like you guys have a lot of the show that, I would say 80 to 90% of the content is just like on it. Like it, it's not him hauling about it. It's, it's just all content. And also That's too, when, when you hear about them from other podcasters, yeah. like you need to check these guys out. Oh yeah, for then sure. You know, it's legit. Yeah. Which is for how sure. we found out about Street you guys in this, uh, because they're, Hey, if you like me, this, mm-hmm. um, yeah, cause the research based stuff I love and appreciate because oh, yeah. right now we're not into pitch. I wish we could do more of those. Yeah. Like um, I said, that's work. I know that's work. Yeah, We've done it for a couple and I know it's work. So yeah. people don't realize sometimes, like, oh, they're just, that, take, that might take days, weeks, hours to compile oh, on yeah. every little different piece of it until you kind of get yeah. it put together. And yep. just a lot of behind the scenes that the average person doesn't uh, understand. And even. Just doing this show, you know, like yep. uh, it, it takes a lot. So we definitely know what uh, sure. you guys are putting in effort wise. And that's why it's like hats off to you because you're crushing it. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. We, thank Kyle. you. Yeah, we, we appreciate, appreciate it, man. The kind yeah. words. Yeah. Any last words for you fellas? This has been awesome. Yeah. It's been killer. <laughs> we, yeah. We're just, we're just really glad that you invited us on to, to have a conversation. It's yeah, been, absolutely. it's been great. Absolutely. And I've, I've had a good time chit-chatting. We'll have to do it again. I was about to say, sure. totally. glad you said I was just about to I know say, there was a lot of points you guys were, you guys wanted to talk about that we kind of just yeah. Yeah. took off. In yeah, yeah we just there. went. Yeah. <laughs> Once we got into your personal stories, I was like, scratch that. This is Don't worry. So we're gonna, <laughs> we'll draw it out next time unexpected. like Charlie. Yeah. We'll be like, the next time we have those guys on. Yep. We'll have we way more prepared. <laughs> <laughs> no, we really appreciate it. And again, uh, yeah, we definitely uh, yeah. have to do this. Uh, I mean, this in the future. totally blew away. My expectations were, I mean, my expectations you never know. were high. You never know. And this definitely blew it away. So, guys, thank you so much <laughs> Absolutely. again. You guys are the best. Absolutely. Take care. Thank you as well. And, uh, Bub, mind-blowing, right? I mean, I'm, that was a stellar 
stellar, stellar time. You ever feel I like mean, you like robbed the store? <laughs> robbed the fun bank. I robbed the we fun robbed bank. The fun I kicked bank. the fun bucket right the fuck Oh, over. yeah. We tipped the fun bucket. We robbed the fun bank tonight. And uh, I do. I feel like know. a criminal because I feel like not everybody gets to do this or knows no, about it and no, like, no. has We're access lucky. to this. We're lucky. We're blessed. We've got it's all so the much people. fun. Uh, local legends, Burton. We've got Alex. Everybody that's been with us. Yeah. Uh, Crushes. Maximus. Crucius Maximus. That's a yes. great one. Uh, Nancy. Nancy Alex. Hey, Alex Richard. Home Alex slices. Richard. Love it. I've seen. We we gave him a <laughs> yes, shout out the other day. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Cruzius. Cruzius Maximus. That's great. So Everybody watching. Um, you guys are great. We appreciate you. Uh, you can find us on all podcast platforms yep. right here on YouTube. Uh, we are on uh, all social media platforms at the Strange Road. Please, uh, if My you really do enjoy yes. our our show, the five star rating or bust. Uh, yeah, head over we to appreciate YouTube. It. Uh, follow us. Um, uh, Twitter, hit subscribe. Instagram, Facebook. Hit subscribe. Hit that notification yep. button because we've have been noticing that uh, people are hitting the bell, but they're not hitting they, the solid we didn't bell. Know you were going live, and so what you got to hit that solid notification. You'll get an alert. Bell, and then when we go live and when we release stuff, you'll get notified directly yep. t- to your device. So yep. we're learning easy. as we go too, uh, but we do appreciate the support from everybody. This has been and uh, to the wizard, and of course, as always, much love and appreciation Kyle. to Stone and behind the scenes, yep. and our boy Disbro, Disbro, who's been helping us the last few episodes dial in the audio. So Absolutely. much love and appreciation to them behind the scenes tonight yep. uh, to make all the technical aspects of the production go smooth. Yeah, with the boys, and uh, you wouldn't want me setting up or programming or running any no. of this. They literally like, can you just get in that chair? <laughs> Put those things on your head and talk, <laughs> and not too much. And I, you know, it's a tough game, but uh, yeah, we got we got a lot of uh, back shop working going on that yep. uh, takes a lot of talent and know how. So much yes. love to them. Yeah, thank you all so much. We are signing out. Later, guys. Till next y'all. time. Bye bye.